Boundary, uh, sorry, the umpire ready to get us underway here at Box Hill. City Oval thumps it into the dirt turf. Kearney gets the tap straight to the deck. Scott coming through. Blackburn gets a soccer off the ground. Inside attacking 50. Ball back on the deck. Handball there. The way from Phillips. All wrapped up at centre half forward. Lambert applying the tackle will get a ball up. Worked out nicely that uh, the Eastern Devils and the White Shorts today that are effectively all white. No good if you're doing the washing tonight, though. Not too much mud as Lambert gets, feeds the handball out to McNamara. High kick towards the centre wing on the outer side. Darcy chasing after it on her hammer. McIntosh being pushed towards the boundary line. McIntosh collects. Looks for options. It's an up and under kick. And then Kearney comes out, takes the mark for the Devils. Kicks it towards centre-half forward. Bouncing ball in space. Tessarero going after it. Able to collect it. Then got held up by Ashmore. Handball over the top. Cut off by the Muggers. That was Hunt. And then a clearing kick towards centre wing on the broadcast side. Swallowing it, though, Sibley. Sibley, she was very, very good last week. Working in defence. There's a few options in board. She decides to go further afield. To the northern end in this opening turn, the Devils. Again, the roving work from the Muggers. Carney, long handball over the top. She'll look for it back. Gathers. She's in the centre rings. Loads up the barrel. Not a lot to go to. She's in search of Diana Berry down there. She gathers on the bounce. Low driving ball is a good one. Couldn't take the mark, though. Jess Anderson, 30 out from goal. Slid in on the knees. Bounced off the chest, but there will now be a bounce. 30 out from the Muggers attacking goal. They're going to the southern end in this opening zone. Ball back underway. Inside attacking 50 the Muggers. Devils. See the handball out. Ashmore hovering. Handball comes to Blackburn who has a shot on goal. Way to the right. Minus score to get us underway here at Box Hill City Oval. It's the Muggers. One behind. The Devils yet to score. Here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Matt Mars. Having to deal with a lot of pressure early uh, the uh, Devils. They've taken a couple of intercept marks so far, but yet they've still conceded the first score of the game. Uh, really need to tighten it up across that midfield. Touch the restart, but only as far as Deanna Berry, who kicks it back towards the top of the goal square, bouncing footy ground level around a couple. Was Anna Scott. She gets it out of defensive 50. But although the numbers again with the Muggers, McIntosh, what, this way, then that, then inside the 50. And the Devils repel through the agency of Crivitelli. Good little spot up. She finds Lambert as an half-back. Lambert decides to go short up the corridor or just make the distance to Foster. At centre-half-back, decides to wheel around Hildebrand. Played on, kicking towards the middle. Good mark taken there by Stevens. In the middle of Box Hill City Oval. Decides to go wide. Bouncing ball. Collected by the Muggers on the outer side. Good kick around the body. Searching for Hildebrand at centre-half-forward. She takes the mark. 50 out from goal on the outer half forward flank. They're playing a very dangerous game already, the Devils. They're trying to chip it out of defence, and it's one of those styles that if you're going to do it, you'd better do it well. Hildebrand kicked it into the pocket, looking for Phillips. Couldn't complete the mark. Ball's pushed over the boundary line, and we'll get a throw in. Forward pocket on the outer side. Guys, just talking about the um, breeze going down to the Marinda Highway, and at the moment, it's probably about a two-goal breeze, and the King of the Golds pushing slightly from left to right. Ball thrown back into play. Kearney, the tap, straight to the deck. Players collide in the contest. Ibrahim got it to Hildebrand. Kick around the body. Cut off on the last line of defence by Sibley for the Devils. 
Trail by one point. Sibley plays on. Kicks it straight up the corridor. It's vacant space. McIntosh and Darcy go at it. Full spills free now to Lachlan. Got the handball to O'Brien. Kicks it towards the top of the goal square. Getting back, though, again, Sibley. Handball stolen by Anderson. Wax it on the boot. Through for a minor score. Again, it's breaking down across half-back for the Devils. That time they tried to run the ball out. Had a bit more success, except the kick coming out of defence just wasn't to a target. It was to space. And the Muggers managed to get that ball back in there and another point on the board. Scott loads it up, kicks the defensive 50 at the base of it. Tana Ibrahim. She can't quite get it clear, though. There'll be a, a bounce. The Muggers were in possession. A bounce on their attacking 50 out of side. Lost up very quickly by the umpire. Does favour the Muggers. They win it in board. Carney can't come up with it. Working overtime in there. Busting her way through there was Muller. Managed to force it forward. And the umpire says, pushing the back. Free kick to the Muggers. It'll go the way of Brooke Lachlan. She's always in and under. Loads it up on that awkward left foot kicking style. But it's a lovely pass. She finds Blackburn, who might fancy herself from here. Although she is looking short. Drives it in to Anderson off the chest again. Couldn't take the mark. Ball hits the ground. In fact, it was Pound who couldn't take the mark. Now it's force wide in the AFL. This would probably be deliberate. But it was probably well disguised enough. We're not going to pay those in the women's VFL. Throw in. Half forward right for the Muggers. Again, still in attack. They probably have a slight breeze favouring them. They lead by two points. Ball tossed back into play. Lachland gets tackled immediately by Nesta. Trying to extract the footy is Muller. One of the matters to watch is Cecilia McIntosh has gone to Sarah Dartley, so she's going to be trying to look at her the other way. As Kearney got the tap, straight to the deck. Ibrahim feeds it out to Carney for the Muggers. Has a shot on goal. Bouncing in the goal square across the face. Another minor score. Failing to get on the board early here, the Muggers. They're controlling play at the moment. Three behinds. The Devils yet to score. Yeah, look, it's only early in the game, but it really is time to change the emphasis for the Devils. Around the stoppages, they're not getting in and under at the football. Um, they're trailing in the inside 50s count. Four to zip currently. Scott, the restart. And this has just gone straight down the throat of Louise Stevenson. He'll be looking to get back into the AFL fold at the end of this season. One of those few players to drop off the perch as the, the, women's, the women's AFL has caught momentum. But she'll be back in there this season, you'd think. Now a chance for Ibrahim. Top of the goal square, effectively pound. Gets the handball. Carney, can she finish? At goal, and it's there. They found the right option. Ibrahim didn't want to have the shot. Pound didn't want to have the shot. Carney obliged. She kicked her behind earlier. She knows where they are now. And it's an eight-point lead to the Muggers. Same story as, as just before. You've, if you're going to have that many numbers back in defence, you cannot let them handball the ball around until they get the shot they need. A lot more pressure needed to be put on that ball uh, by the Devils. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day for them. Yeah, it's just a different class at the moment, isn't it? Can you feel that at ground level, Pete? It feels like a different class. Yeah, they're commenting already that the Devils are struggling to hit targets coming out of defence. Breaking down across half back at the moment. Lambert goes in after it. Blackburn gives the handball off to Carrick, running through the middle for the Muggers. Another entry inside attacking 50. Bounced off the chest of Ashmore. Stevenson now chasing after it. Couldn't extract Ooh. it. Scott collected Carrick on the way through. And then getting a clearing kick was Nesta towards the centre wing on the outer side. Picking it up on the half volley is Stevens. Her kick up hits Eva on the chest. On the half forward flank outer side, her kick poor to Ibrahim. 
Had time to collect now. Under pressure from Scott. Handball went astray. McNamara picks it up, kicks it along the boundary line. Couple of bounces and ends in the lap of McIntosh. Trying to give the handball off to Hildebrand who fumbled. Darcy on her hammer. Has to go forward to O'Brien. Now she's under pressure. Great tackle from Darcy. Unrewarded. Umpire calls play on. Handball now comes to Hildebrand. Centre wing on the outer side. High kick up the lines. Cut off by Nesta on the halfback flank. Nesta looking inboard. It's a well-placed kick. Or probably should have been a free kick and is. It'll go the way of Jess Foster. She's hung it up into the breeze there, Nesta. Put her teammate under the pump, but they get out of jail with a free kick. Oh, now another dicey kick across defensive 50, but Privatelli does enough. Now she switches the play to the outer side where she finds Steph Carroll. She loads it up, goes towards centre-half forward, but again, the Devils really failing to play in front, and I think that might be Stevenson back there taking the defensive mark. Kicks it towards centre wing on the broadcast side. Handball there from Kristen Hay. Sold her teammate O'Brien up the creek. We'll get a ball up. Centre wing on the broadcast side. It's the Muggers 139. Devils yet to impact the scoreboard. Back underway. Tanner, the tap to the deck. Handball's now the Blackburn for the Muggers. Looking for Carney. Had to go back after it. Now whacks the ball on the boot. High kick in towards the middle. Hildebrand again takes the mark. Been impressive early for the Muggers. Kicks it out wide. Running player. That's Bailey Hunt. Plenty of space. On the outer side. Collects it cleanly. Sends it to Phillips. 50 out from goal. Took the mark unopposed. Centering ball. Looking for Stevenson. Takes the mark. 45 degree angle. About 40 metres out. Very disturbing how much space that the Devils are still giving their Muggers opponents. They're just running the ball however they like. And whereas then uh, the other side of the coin, it's everything's under pressure for the Devils coming out of defence or trying to move the ball forward. Louise Stevenson comes in. Kick on its way to the near side. Minus score for the Muggers there. 1-4-10. Devils yet to score down to the boundary. Peter Holden. The one thing that's confusing me is how Meg Hutchins is either playing on the ball or more watching Nicholas Stevens in the Devils forward half. I don't know why your most experienced defender wouldn't be down the back trying to guard against the two-goal breeze. And they certainly need her, Pete. Defensive kick out is a long one from Hannah Scott to the right back flank where it's picked up by McNamara, and she's looking for the line. They can't find the line on that side of the ground. And again, they're under pressure. Nicola Stevens. she looks to come back inside, but she's kicked it out of bounds on the full. So it'll be a free kick to the Devils on defensive 50. And it'll go the way of Pepper Randall, who has it underneath the scoreboard. Margin 10 points in favour of the Muggers. Randall goes up along the boundary line. And getting back, nice strong mark taken out there by Stevens. Between centre wing and half forward on the outer side for the Muggers. They are controlling play at the moment. High kick bounced off the chest there of Catherine Smith. And then it's all wrapped up, 50 out from goal on the outer side. So, Peter's Meg Hutchins injured playing centre half forward or anything from ground level? Well, that's interesting because she pulled it late last week. She did the warm-up, felt a little... And they decide to come off the ground. He's only played the one game back since returning from that knee injury. And Darcy takes a mark, defensive 50, chance to go to Hutchins, you would think, although she decides to go inboard in the Hodgnacki direction. She can't come up with it. Now it's the 
the mugger's looking to repel back inside 50. Just seems to be inside 50 after inside 50. And now the Devils through Catherine Smith. Try to work it out wide again under pressure. Ball bounces on its point away from Pepper Randall. And the Muggers again through Kerrick. Goes at goal. It's a low ball, but it's only as far on the last line of defence as Steph Carroll who marks in her goal square. Looks to come to the broadcast side. Nestor in a bit of space will take the mark. Seem to be patient here without being negative. Trying to move it quickly. Perkins comes to make the contest of the footy. Couldn't bring it down. Goring on her hammer. Darcy tries to feed the handball out to Scott. The umpire says it was a throw. Yeah, it was. Definitely. Free kick going the way of Lachland. 50 out from goal on the broadcast side. A kick in towards the pocket. Bouncing ball. Collected on the half volley by Berry. Oh, Goes in board to Stevenson. It was the distance. Ooh, get the tape measure out. <laughs> Stevenson goes towards the top of the goal square. Phillips couldn't take the mark. Ibrahim, though, roving. Has a shot. Way to the right. Another minor score for the Muggers. If anything for the Devils, uh, it's the Muggers ball kicking at the moment that's keeping them in the game. I mean, realistically, how much of the ball that Melbourne Uni have had, I reckon they should easily have a uh, 20 to 25 point lead. Inside 50 can, Matt. That would be 9-zip in favour of the Muggers. And it might be coming again here, but they haven't cleared their defensive 50 yet, have the Devils. They do now, and they're looking for the line, and thank God that there's no deliberate rule, because that was well and truly there in this day and age, but we're not paying in this competition, of course. And that's where they're really breaking down, coming out of that 50, that back 50 arc, the Devils. They're just not spotting up targets, and targets they do spot up are just poor decisions. Tessarero doing the ruck work that time around for the Devils. Lambert weaves her way around traffic. High kick towards the centre wing on the broadcast side. McIntosh ran straight through the contest. Couldn't take it cleanly. Then applied the tackle. Hutchins getting involved for the Devils. Applies the tackle. We'll get a ball up in front of the interchange gates here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. An 11-point lead to the Muggers in this elimination semi-final. It's on the deck. Hunt trying to extract it. Also in there, Tanner, the umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up on the centre wing. 11 and a half left on the clock in this first term. Back underway, Tanner trying to tap it down. Foster couldn't get rid of it. Ball emerges from the pack, and then it's pushed over the boundary line and out of play by Ryan. You can mm. see they've made a change already, the Devils. That's that, that contest. Just about everybody on the ground is on this near side, and uh, Devils getting numbers behind the footy rather than in front. Over the back to Carney. Can't allow that. She's all on her own. Hannah Scott, good shepherd from Gabby Pound. Gives her a bit of space. Inside attacking 50, good ball. Anderson on the lead. Takes a mark. She's probably... Got six or seven inches on her opponent in Steph Carroll. And she just came out and marked that one nicely on the chest. I reckon, Pete, I reckon you'd be right behind this one down there at ground level. Just got to start it out the left goalpost, but uh, I just think the distance might test her. In she comes, crosses the 50, and good-looking kick. She's got the journey comfortably, but it was near side. And just the minor score, so she didn't take Pete's advice. She started probably right goalpost. And that probably gives you a sense at home of the breeze here, down here at Box Hill City Oval. It is slightly across the ground, coming towards us in our commentary position. Slightly favouring the Muggers, who lead by 12 points in the opening turn. It is 12-zip on girlsplayfooty.com radio. With 10 left in the term, countdown clock on the scoreboard here at Box Hill City Oval. Barry was tackled without the footy. Umpire said play on Anderson now. Wraps up Sibley. We'll get a ball up. You don't want to be too critical, but 
that kick out, they're going with the cluster, the Devils, and they the cluster broke from the centre, and the kick came out wide, but there was no Devils there. Yeah, it was a, it was a kick to an on two. It was a trick play. <laughs> kick it in front of them, try and b- bounce it past them. But yeah, not tidy at all from the Devils. Back underway, Lachlan gets a kick. Oh, Ashmore just takes a mark. Opponent wasn't watching the footy. Simple yeah. as that. It was a bit of a weird one. Ashmore again in the long sleeves this afternoon. 45 degree angle. Not a clearly hearing to the Suns out, guns out policy. <laughs> That's because the Suns not out. <laughs> Ashmore comes in. Right foot kick on its oh, way. It's a horrible it. one across the face. Oh, it worked out well for Anderson though. It's yeah, well, disappointing. A great job by Anderson, though, to read that ball. She was the first one to understand where that ball was going. As soon as it was shanked, she was on her bike. She had two opponents get there, but it was out the back of that contest. Just read the drop of the ball perfectly and might get a goal for her efforts. Just a one-two-step kick and to the near side. Another minor score for the Muggers. They're keeping the Devils in the game at the moment. Well, look, if, if the Devils are going to have a win for the next quarter and... They're only down by 13 points. In fact, anything under 20 points, they'll probably be happy with it, despite how poor they've played to start this game. The cluster again. They come near side. It's over the back of the pack. That was the trick play again. (laughs) They managed to get away with it. Now Hutchins, her first real involvement. She manages to come up with it. Did nicely. Got the hands free. And she got it away to Steer, who goes up towards half forward. Bouncing footy. Darcy comes out. Back to Steer. No, Darcy on her own. Got on her left. Got it around the corner, back in the Hutchins direction. Kerrick for company. Oh, smashed by Hutchins. She was exposed with her arms up in the air, and Hutchins put her away. But the Devils, they can't keep it inside their attacking zone. The switch is on to Hildebrand for the Muggers. Kicks it towards centre wing on the outer side. Pound will collect, has plenty of space. Will take one bounce, still on the centre wing outer side. Runs her full measure, kicks it in the Anderson. Just went over the top of her head. Ball spills free. Phillips waiting at the back, top of the goal square. Puts it through for the Muggers. Look, that's not good. That's not good enough all round. There was Gabriella Pound running in, I'd guess, about 40 metres of space. Had time to take a bounce, take another bounce, uh, almost run to the 50 metre arc and spot a target. Didn't hit the target, but out the back, obviously, really great read on that ball and running into an open goal as a result. 2-7-19, the Muggers, Eastern Devils yet to score here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Down to the boundary, Peter Holden. And of course, we don't do the $50 best on ground vouchers during the finals, but if we did, Gabriella Pound putting her hand up early, uh, laying on Shepherds, giving good run on the wing position. And just for down in the commentary box, Fiona, steer it. Think of whip it, but you just got to steer it. Steer it, there we go. <laughs> Where's that from? Where are the origins, Pete? German? Absolutely no idea. Oh, you're, a, you're generally a guru on these kinds we, of things. We got the language lesson the other week. We didn't get the history lesson, though. There might be a job for you to there's do a, on the boundary, Pete. There's a lot of places I can go with steer it as well. That'll, uh, that'll get a good run around. Ball up and down in the centre of the ground. Kerrick gets on her left. She's been good early, Maddie Kerrick. Goes to O'Brien out on the lead. Bouncing footy over the back of the pack. A chance now here for Hay. She wheels and deals and kicks towards the top of the goal square. And again, the Muggers lead in the race. Front of the pack there is Berry off the ground. Oh, just away to the right. Sort of had no real angle in the end to work with. But again, increasing the margin. It's 2-8-20, the Muggers. They lead the Devils, who are yet to score. Did they manage to get the ball inside 50 before, Matt? No. No, they didn't get it inside. So it's 13-zip. They are well and truly under the pump here. And kicked back into play by Carroll. 
It's up a target on the half-back flank on the outer side. It's Sibley. And she looks to come down the corridor. A couple of players on. Good fist from behind by Eva. Brought the ball to ground. Tessa Rero just trying to burst her way through the pack. Got it to Muller. He kicks it into the middle. There's a whistle. Downfield. Yeah, yeah, it'll be paid to the Devils. Lambert takes a bounce. Runs to 50. Their first entry inside. Perkins. Look, I'm surprised we're, we're getting this result a shot on goal because that kick, again, coming out of the defensive half, it was just central. It was to a three-on-one in the Muggers' uh, mugger's favour. Um, obviously, the Devils got that decision to go their way in the middle of the ground and that great run through the guts from Lambert to spot Perkins. And this is right in her wheelhouse, Perkins. No, him, no bigger kick than this. Give him a bit of confidence heading towards quarter time here at Box Hill City Oval. Perkins comes in, right foot kick. He's coming back. It's there. So the Devils, 100% efficiency at the moment, going inside attacking 50. They are one straight six, trailing Melbourne Uni 2-8-20 here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. I think that's the first time we've seen the Devils run with the footy with purpose and spot a target rather than just running and hoping that they're going to have players at the fall of the ball. A lot more of that needed and, look, they need to start doing it at the stoppages rather than uh, a bit of luck coming out of defence. Important thing to point out is a very good Eastern Devils crowd in here at the moment cheering them on and anyone who's been here at Box Hill City Oval knows for the home team is if you're kicking towards the social room ends in the uh, final quarter and the crowd's behind you, that's worth a good two goals. That is of course the southern end here at Box Hill City Oval or the Maroondah Highway end. Ball in the centre of the ground again extracted by the Muggers on the secondary ball up. The umpires are bouncing it today, which is good to see. They're inside their attacking zone. The handball comes out the back to Pound. Goes with a low driving ball to Carney, who marks. Plays on quickly. 35 from home, runs in, and hits the post. The left-hand post. She was leaning on it as she kicked it. I feel like we're telling the same story over and over again at that centre bounce. It was just Lachlan sitting out the back. It was one good tap and she ran around the stoppage and kicked forward. It's just far too simple currently. And again, the Devils will be happy they're only down by that 15-point margin. And again, at, at, what should I say, at quarter time, we won't be taking a break. We'll be going straight into the huddle with the coaches. As taking the mark on the broadcast side in defensive 50 was Catherine Smith. Got it further afield to Randall. Still inside defensive 50. Now comes towards the centre wing. Good mark, though, taken there by Elise Hay. That was too easy. As Carney short. That's where she goes. Close to the boundary line. Keeps it in play. Look to take on Lambert. Now gives a handball to Hay. Runs to about 60 out from goal. Poor kick. And taking the mark in defensive 50 is Stephanie Carroll. Goes high towards the centre wing. Let's have another target in Elise Ryan. Alice Ryan up along the line. Good kick to Hutchins. She marks right in front of the Devil's Gate. She decides to wheel around and inboard. Lovely kick. Finds McNamara, who also wants to wheel. Perks on the lead. She's hustling her, bustling. Get out of her way. She ran over a couple, but managed to just hit the ground at the wrong stage. And now the muggers repel through Lachlan. Out of sight. Takes a bounce. Handball over the top is a good one. It finds Rebecca Goring. She drives it inside, but over the head, unfortunately, there of Jess Anderson. And now the Devils will switch it to the outer side. And almost completing the mark. Elise Hay under pressure from Lambert. Ball spills free to O'Brien. Tries to get it to Carney, who takes one bounce. She's got an opponent. Runs to 65. Handball over the top to Blackburn. Handballs it now to Eva. Eva's shot on goal. Again. Way to the right. 
two goals, ten this term to the Muggers. They could have had it all done and dusted by now. Devils, one straight six here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. You have made the accusations in the past, Pete, that maybe the Muggers are a bit soft. Not today. I tell you what, they're showing plenty of heart, but they're not showing any accuracy. They really should have uh, the Devils dead and buried by now with how much of the football they have. So they control the game. We'd be favourites to take it out, but they've left the door open. Darcy takes a good mark in the centre of the ground. It is 12 scoring shots to one, yet the lead is only 16 points. And now a lovely mark taken in the middle of the ground. An absolute hanger from Stearitt. And she goes with an ugly-looking pill. Little short one. Managed to be cut off there by Carney. Darcy bursts through. Probably needed to hold it in, but she did manage to force it clear. Now Jess Foster's after it. Carney dives in. Has she dived on that? Umpire circle says too high. And it'll be a free kick to Emma Carney at centre-half back for the Muggers. And Laura Croft not too happy with the treatment. Bit of push and shove out there at centre-half back. Carney goes wide. Oh. Muggers players open all across the field, kicking towards Phillips. Dropped the mark she sh- should have taken, but had time to gather. Gave the handball off to Pound. Kicks it inside, attacking 50. Berry on the lead. Couldn't complete the mark. Got dumped. Umpire called play on. Phillips now coming back for the Muggers. Gets collected by Carroll. And the umpire says that's holding the footy. Free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils in the back pocket out of side. Carroll loads it up, goes out wide. Lachlan the fist over the line out of play in front of Jess Foster. So throwing 60 around from the Muggers attacking goal. They are attacking to the right of your radio dollars. The siren sounds for quarter time. And in this first final, third versus four, the elimination, it is the Muggers who finish third. 2-10-22. They lead the Devils one straight six. A 16-point lead at quarter time on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Here's Matt Marsden. Well, it's been exceptionally messy. In very many ways, it's it's a f- typical finals game of football, especially the first final where it's a little bit grubby. Teams aren't quite playing the way that they did throughout the season. Um, the Muggers obviously had the advantage of the win that quarter, which they didn't quite take advantage of on the scoreboard. And a few, few drop chess marks in the forward 50 that really could have compounded what that scoreboard difference is after one quarter and leading the inside 50s count 16 to 1 that really would want to be ahead on the scoreboard by more than 16 points with the Devils it is really disappointing to see the way that they're going about the game from half back because it's a dangerous game especially when you're kicking against the wing they're going for short chips into the centre and um, look when they take the mark it's turning into something but generally they're going to two on ones and the mark has to be a pretty decent mark rather than just a simple chesty so uh, change of emphasis needed maybe that'll change with the wind Um, we'll see what this game has to offer going into the second quarter and of course we'll be heading down to Peter Holden when he can get in the huddle we know that the muggers are a very official outfit they'll break into their groups first Pete until yep. they get the full address. That's exactly what they've done, and the midfield has been taken aside straight away by Andrew Jago, and I think they're talking about delivery in towards the forward line because they haven't hit their targets. A lot of inside 50s, but a lot of it is a run-on goal, and, of course, that's re- reflected on the scoreboard with a two-goal 10 first term. Playing like Collingwood at the moment, 2-10. Coxie, your thoughts on the first term? It was... It was all the muggers, but the Devils just managed to get themselves a goal at the end of that term. They were patient, I think, the the Devils towards the back end of the term, and that's what they needed to do in the first 10 minutes. They started to hit hit up targets. Again, only the one inside 50 for the 
for the Devils, and they were able to get a scoring opportunity for it through Perkins. The other goal kickers for the Muggers, Catherine Phillips and Emma Carney. But, uh, yeah, I think we said during that first turn the Muggers should have well and truly put this game away, but they've left the door wide open for the Devils. Fitness definitely a factor as well. I mean, you can quite clearly see that the fitter side is the Muggers. They are running on top of the ground, whereas... I don't know what the average age is, but I, I think when you're a university club, your, your average age is probably closer to 21, 22, and a few of the Devils girls are getting on a bit, but uh, certainly showed in that first term. But I think as the game slows down, um, especially in the second and third term, we just may see the Devils get a little closer because it was a bit ridiculous in that opening term, wasn't it, Matt? In terms of the space that they had, Pete. Uh, I was just going to say, just quickly with the uh, ground here at the moment, feeling very good under the foot. Um, we obviously seen likes of Kobeck, etc., which have been chopped up and a bit muddy. The ground here is feeling fantastic. It feels like a fast track, and it really is suiting the Muggers' game style. And the number of times they were able to get free on that outer wing, too. There was about three or four passages of play where there were just players everywhere for the Muggers. Yeah, and, and the Devils are deciding to close up as well, so... They are leaving their opponent on most occasions to try and come and close the ball and put that pressure on. But the Muggers, just sleight of hand, managed to get the ball over the top and then they, they look like they're basically running out there on their own. Although Emma Carney, speaking of running around on your own, I'd like to see lines up against her at the, the centre bounce because she did not have an opponent in the first term and had about 15 possessions. Head down to the huddle. Yeah, head down to the huddle now, Peter. Oh, this is the Muggers, Andrew Jago. In tight here, guys. It's just not... Andrew Jago, they're the coach of Melbourne Uni. Thank you very much, Peter Holden, covering the boundary line in this elimination semi-final here at Box Hill City Oval. It is 2-10-22, the Muggers, one straight six, the Eastern Devils. What do you take out of that, Matt Marsden? Well, they've identified what we have really up here in that, as he said, they're not respecting their their speed of the ball around the contest. Um, it maybe is a question of defensive transition as well. The Devils are setting up to win the football from the stoppage. And when they don't, they're not just just flicking that switch to go into defensive mode and players are getting free all over the ground. And it's resulted in, what, 12 scoring shots to one, which when you hear 12 scoring shots to one, you expect maybe a 30-point, 40-point margin. So they'll be chuffed that it's only 16 points and they have to win this quarter, the Devils. So about ready to get underway for the second term. It is a 16-point lead to the Muggers. Players getting into position. A couple of kids just running off the ground in front of us. Also just walking around, the newly appointed Western Bulldogs women's coach, Paul Groves. Interesting to see him watching on, looking for some talent to get us underway for the second term. Here's Dan Hill. So in the centre of the ground would be Carney for the Devils against O'Brien for the Muggers, and it's won by Carney, but only as far as Lachlan, who threw it out. And the umpire was absolutely all over that one like a cheap suit. 
And now it's centre of the ground, Lambert gets the handball away, the old one-two. Oh, looking to handball again. Oh, mucked it up. She was run down, but managed to get it clear. Now it's bobbling around centre of the ground. Randall goes in. She can't come up with it. Now Lachlan on the left, hacks it forward, open forward line for the Muggers. Although they managed to burst away here, the Devils, to centre wing. And Beck Privatelli wheels around up towards Darcy. Has McIntosh for company. Ball bounced on its point. Lachlan tracked back. Gets on her left, gets the shepherd from McIntosh and gets it up to centre wing where it hits the deck and Ashmore off her shins but manages to regather. Handball back to Lachlan. She's run down. Little kick over the top and over the line out of play right in front of the Muggers interchange gates. Just attacking side of centre for the Muggers who trail by 16 points. Tossed back into play just in front of our broadcast position here at Box Hill City Oval. Comes off hands to Blackburn. Tries to strike the tackle. Gets dumped by Scott and she's out. Blackburn is out. Yeah, that's the old She's, sling tackle. Yeah, she hit her head straight into the deck. And it will it'll be a free kick to the Muggers. But Blackburn has not moved. Pete, your yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just moving her left arm as we speak, but very slowly and very slowly. Uh, Ashmore was looking at her. The trainers are come in and they're trying to keep her neck and her uh, head very still. She is moving her left arm, so she is awake. She was definitely out, though. Definitely out. And as you said, Pete, it's a fast track, which means it's a little hard underneath. Of course, the Western Bulldogs marquee player, Ellie Blackburn. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the curse of the marquees. Two weeks ago in the semi-final of the WFL, the Coast Titans had two marquees. Both went down with an ACL. Yeah, she slung in the tackle, and it was one of those situations where you can probably hang on to it and protect yourself, or you can try and kick it. But it looks like she's she tried to kick it. And she got slung and dumped with the momentum. But she's up and walking. She looks okay. And uh, Mick Hutchins just putting her arm around Hannah Scott there too as the Devils came into a huddle. Probably saying, don't worry about it. Go and get another one. That's a bit, <laughs> bit what they need at the moment, the Devils. Just yeah, as much as, it, as much as you don't like to see that kind of violence, it's a good signal of intent from the Devils, who were bullied in the first quarter. Good, good news there is uh, Ali Blackburn just looked at her teammates and gave them a wink, put the thumbs up and said, yeah, I'm OK. Bit sore, but OK. Heading to the rooms by the looks of things. Keep an eye on it, Pete, as Stevens takes the mark at centre-half back for the Muggers. Goes across the ground. Goring takes the mark. Goes further out wide. Mark will be taken out there by Eva. In a bit of a paddock, calling for players to come at her. Will go short to a Contest, it's going to be cut off by Sibley. Takes the mark. Defensive side of centre wing on the outer side for the Devils. Sibley loads it up in the perk direction. She's got about 12 to beat. Hildebrand tried to take the slips catch, but it just fell through her arms. And the ball is at left half forward for the Devils. The umpire says, I'll have it and we'll have a bounce. So the players now converge around the football. Just waiting for... We've got another one down, have we? Hildebrand who's hurt herself. Umpire's called time off, even though that doesn't exist, but good try. Clock keeps ticking. Casualty ward here at the moment for the uh, Melbourne Uni Muggers. It might be interesting just to keep an eye on the clock, because I think about 23 minutes, as in two minutes gone with 23 minutes to go in the quarter, the Blackburn went off. Now, I'm not exactly sure of the correct rule in the VFL, but obviously in the AFL, if you do have concussion, you go through the concussion test, something like 20 minutes you've got to spend off the ground. We could be looking at that for Alec Blackburn, who no doubt has gone up the race to have that concussion test. I reckon uh, Hildebrand will be following her. Winded, I think. She's holding her chest. Stevens gets it to Carney at centre half back, takes a bounce and takes the game on, takes another bounce. Carney streaming through the middle, kicks towards Anderson, too hot, goes straight over the top of her head. 
Ball on the deck. Devils under pressure. Sibley ran straight past it. And then it's picked up by Carroll. Got the handball backwards to Sibley. And just whacked it on the boot, hoping for space. Bouncing ball in front of McNamara. Tried to tap it back into play, but it didn't work out too well for the Devils. Lachlan gets a kick inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers. Contest, good punch from behind there by Randall. Berry. And, yeah, Berry did get the goal there for the Muggers. Their first of this term. If we're giving away the best on ground, what, five minutes into the second quarter, I think it would just have to go to, um, oh, I've just lost, there we go, Brooke Lachlan. Fantastic job again there when that ball came out of defence, that rebound from the Devils. She was there in space, and look, nobody's been picking her up at the centre bounces, so why should they pick her up around the ground? Uh, kick the ball forward, um, got it to Berry. great snap around the corner, bouncing ball through the goals, and the margin extends to 22. Just another example, Pete, of someone waltzing out of Divi 2 and straight into the midfield of a Premier side or an ex-Premier side in the women's VFL. And right on cue, Lachlan again in the middle of the ground, Kerrick the handball, back towards O'Brien, McIntosh off the back side of the square, wearing the blue physio tape for look or for, <laughs> or for actual... Uh, Physical benefit, not too sure. Probably a 50-50 for Celia. Ball comes out wide now for the Devils on the turnover. Up towards half forward, but out very, very wide. And immediately under the pump, but it has fallen out of the pack. They're a chance here. Comes clear to Big Carney. She kicks it into the pocket, the big ruck woman for the Devils. Bouncing footy, Lachlan tracks back. Hung on to, umpire wave play on from Tessiero. Lachlan on her right foot, didn't know she had one. Managed to keep it in play, though. Oh, well done by Carney. Tracked it again here for the Muggers. Gets on the right and kicks beyond centre wing. And there's a player down for the Devils in Sibley. Ball came off the contest there, running around traffic. Muller, and then got caught by Stevenson. Umpire says holding the footy. Free kick going the way of the Muggers. Should be stopping play here because Sibley's still on the ground for the Devils. Handball given off to Carney. Carney was able to run around Muller. Handball over the top. They'll get a kick inside attacking 50 through Eva. High kick. Just went through the fingers there of Phillips. Back on the deck. Muggers, though, with the numbers. Eva coming back in. High kick around her body towards Ashmore. Had two to beat. Comes to the deck. It's pushed off the footy. Devils all wrapped up by Ibrahim. Get a handball to Lambert, who goes high in towards the middle of the ground. Bouncing ball. In front of the contest, and then the Devils get a kick towards centre-half forward. And, oh, lovely Mark Tessiero has Perk tracking back. He perks on the move, wants it long. It's too slow getting numbers forward there from the Devils. The yeah. Muggers had seven back before the Devils had another player back with Perkins. And the ball goes long in the Perkins' direction. She just put the hands up, then spat the dummy and played for the free kick. Now she goes in for the defensive work. McIntosh might get squashed here, but couldn't quite... Get onto her there, Perkins. Oh, terrible handball coming out of defence from the Muggers. They've almost turned it over. A chance here for Steer. It gets the handball in board. Tessiero, smothered by Kerrick. It was a courageous smother. Now O'Brien put her in some very hot situations so far, the Muggers. They backed their ability. Kerrick, terrible handball over the top. But it manages to bounce outside defensive 50. Now the Muggers work it up to the middle, paddling it along. Chance for Eva. She's under the pump. Hacked clear. Bouncing footy at the back here for Kristen Hay. She's outnumbered. Dropped it. Umpire wave play on. Ball on centre wing. Broadcast side. Umpire says, I've had enough of this. We'll have a bounce. They're still losing the quarter, but the one thing the Devils have done is changed the emphasis around the game and made it a scrap. That's what you do against fast teams. You should make them play scrappy. O'Brien, the tap. Devils clearing kick. Croft couldn't cut it off. Under pressure, Sophie Casey. Handball now... 
Inboard, got cut off again. Muggers able to mop up, kick, too hot for Ibrahim, has to double back, getting there first though for the Devils was Chloe Land, just fumbled it along the ground, ball at half forward flank, broadcast side for the Muggers, Carrick gets dumped into the ground by Scott and the umpire says holding the footy, free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils, defensive side of centre wing on the broadcast side, trailing by 22 points here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Lovely little chiselling ball to Privatelli who marks on centre wing, has Hutchins further afield who marks just in front of the interchange gates. Just attacking side of the wing now. Called to go and does up towards centre half forward. Steer at the back. She's a big unit. Gathered it off the deck. <laughs> Handball to the ruck woman in Tanner. She gets on the right. Good pill. That a bit of time. And she kicked it over the top, and she found Tani Nesta. And Tani Nesta would be 40 out, slight angle, and she'll have sort of the breeze in her favour if she can aim left goal posts. If you're going to play short chipping footy, that's the way you've got to do it. You've got to hit targets in space, and that's what the Devils did all the way up till the half-forward line, then spread from that half-forward line, hit a target, and Tani Nesta lining up for goal. A hopper skipping a jump from Nesta, and... The kick is on its way. It's going to be just short. Knocked away by Carney. And just at the base of the footy there, Sophie Casey. Oh, flying shot at goal, Lambert. Can she weave some magic? Almost legged. Good tackle laid on Carney. Pushes her over the line out of play. It'll be a reset stoppage for the Devils. 15 around from their attacking goal. They'll trail by 22 points. We've played 10 minutes, second term. Girlsplayfooty.com radio. Thrown back into play. Steer it. Perkins collected her on the way through. That's all wrapped Put up. Falcon there, Burke. Just a quick injury update, boys. Uh, Hildebrand is just walking up and down the boundary line, just trying to shake off that big hit from earlier. Sibley's standing up and about. She's okay. Ali Blackburn hasn't returned yet from the rooms. Darcy wheels around the pack. High ball, top of the goal square for the Devils. Might have been a push. Oh, 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 poor might have been. <laughs> Casey. Bailey Hunt on the last line of defence, mopping up, tries to get the kick towards Stevenson on the outer side. Tanner on her hammer. And dare I say, boys, Alec yeah. Levin made a liar of me. As soon as I said she hadn't returned from the, in front of the rooms, guess who's standing in front of me? That'd be right. <laughs> Downfield yeah. free kick. Murphy's Law. It is a free kick on the half-back flank on the outer side to Melbourne oh, Uni. That's terrible. High kick from Stevenson. Doesn't work out well. McNamara tries to come inboard with the kick. Privatelli. Here's a go. Kicks it towards Foster. In the middle of Box Hill City Oval. Gets collected by Kristen Hay. Umpire calls play on. Going in after it. Barry tries to get it out. Steer it. Going in after it now for the Devils. Darcy getting up slow. And just got a bit of a knock there too from Barry on the way through. We'll get a ball up. Centre half forward for the Devils. Yeah, she's one of those players, Barry. They've got a few of them. Muggers, <laughs> you wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley, put it that way. Pound, centre of the ground, kicks out wide. And good mark taken over there by Catherine Smith. She goes inboard, lovely kick. She finds Beck Privatelli, who wants to wheel around. Darcy now just leaves the hands of the trainers and says, I'm open, kick it to me. The play almost worked, but she decided to go centrally. And off her hands there, Stewart couldn't take the mark. Now Darcy does get back in the play. The old one-two trick. Now she kicks it towards full forward. Ball over the back of the pack. Well done by Lachlan. She wants the line. Although it'll bounce up perfectly for McIntosh. Luck's a fortune. She's got it on the back flank. Handball over the top is a good one. As far as Bailey Hunt on the right boot. Good kick. Out wide Carney. No, it's a dribbling ball. It wasn't a great kick. Curse of the commentator. Now a handball through. Chance for McNamara. Gets for the Devils, but they've turned it over. No, they haven't. 
manages to stick with the Devils, but a poor kick rushed it and straight to Bailey Hunt on centre wing. Broadcast side, Muggers by 22 points. 12 and a half left on the clock in the second term. Kicks it towards the half forward flank. Contest, Tissarero brought it to ground. Stevenson got collected. Umpire calls play on. Darcy going in after it. So to Alice Ryan will get a ball up between centre wing and half forward on the broadcast side for the Muggers. Here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Hay to the deck. Carney. It's a clearing kick for the Muggers. Inside attacking 50. Bouncing ball. Collected by the Devils who send it straight back to the contest. Centre wing on the broadcast side. Goes over the back of the pack. Hamble. Guess who's back on the ground? Blackburn. Kerrick tries to paddle it forward. Back on the deck. Balls feels free from the contest. Darcy going in over the top. Should be wrapped up. We'll get a ball up. Centre wing on the broadcast side. Matt Marsden on girlsplayfooty.com radio. They're not being able, allowed to play the style that they wanted want to and they did in the first quarter the Muggers, they're not being able to run with the ball in space and that's because the Devils have closed up at all the contests, all the stoppages and all those aerial one-on-ones they're just closing everything down Freaky against Adam and it'll go the way of the Devils from the stoppage, kick up towards half forward only as far as a whole nest of Muggers down there Kerrick ducked her head, got away with it now she kicks up towards half forward bounces off the cricket pitch and at right angles, and it manages to favour down there. I think that might have been Candace Adam again. She kicks inside, attacking 50. Ball to the goal line. Chance for Berry. She's under the pump. The Devils, they're well and truly under the pump. Clearing kick isn't a great one. Ibrahim couldn't quite get there. Lan though, did enough. Kicked around the corner. Bit of space now for the Devils at half back. And oh, they're just fumbling the footy. Handball, though, comes inboard. Works out well for the Devils. Kick towards the centre wing. That was no good either. Ball racing towards the boundary line. Kept in play by Stevens, who got collected by... Uh, who was that over the top? That was Steerett, who got bumped by Goring. And Goring, she's in the Berry camp. You wouldn't want to run into them in a dark alley. Credit to Chloe Lyon coming out of defence there for the Devils. She had three players around her and just kicked the ball over the top to three uh, teammates. Ball thrown back into play and taken out of the ruck. Yep, Alice Ryan got collected. They wanted to play on immediately, the Muggers, but it'll have to come back. Be careful there too, Alice Ryan. When she rolled on her back, she kicked out with her legs. In soccer, that's a red card. Just got to be careful the umpire doesn't see that kind of rubbish. Bit of feeling in this one, though. Blackburn on the back flank, called to go. Let's see how her senses are. That's a good pass, although it's fumbled by Hunt over there, but she just manages to do enough and get around. Although now she's got another Wiley customer in Jamie Lambert for company. And Lambert just knocks her onto the ball and then says, well, umpire, she's dragged that in. Now she's outnumbered Lambert, but did enough, came away with it. And the umpire says, pushing the back against the Devils, it'll be a free kick to Hunt on the right back flank for the Muggers. Leading by 22 points here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Nine and a half left on the clock in this second term. High kick. Didn't work out well, Muller. Will there be a free kick going the way of Muller? Well, the umpire pointed in the wrong direction initially, so Muller to get the free kick. The half-forward flank, outer side for the Devils, decides to track backwards. And taking the mark out there, Randall. She'll chip oh, it short. Yeah. It was a floater. Tessarero able to collect. Handball over the top, close to the boundary line. Muller can't keep it in play, neither could Ashmore. With a boundary throw in. Pete Holden on the boundary. Uh, yeah, you can just see the difference in body language between the coaches. Andrew and Jago all quarter, hands behind the back, just standing in the spot.
spot, almost with a smile on the face. Game under control. Brendan Major, very concerned. Arms are crossed, constantly moving magnets around. He knows uh, they have really made no dent into the Muggers' lead this term. In fact, really, they're, they're going backwards. He is a serial magnet mover. Coach Major, he's one of them. <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse. When you're under the pump, just move the magnets and then you finish up moving them back anyway. Ball's on the outer side. Attacking side of centre for the Devils. They really need to get two goals here, I reckon. They, they got their one against the Tide, against the Breeze in the first term. And they need to get two here. They've got eight minutes to do it. But again, it's the Muggers taking it away from the stoppage. Defensive side of the wing. Ball comes into the centre of the ground to Hay. That's Kristen. She kicks up towards centre-half forward. And effectively, all on her own down there is Catherine Phillips. Watch this kicking action. Oh, horrible. Kicked into the man on the mark. Absolutely horrible. Well called, Pete. The Devils will turn it over. They've got a few of those, the Muggers. Their top eight or six are absolute class. The middle block are pretty good. And then they've got three that dead set can't get it onto their foot. The Muggers, they repel from centre wing. They do have the numbers inside 50, although they decide to kick laterally to Kerrick, who marks 55 from home at right half forward. Kerrick looking for options. It's fairly stagnant 50 for the Muggers. Kick again over the top of Anderson. Just had a few of those this afternoon. Devils get it to Scott. Just whacks it on the boot. A hoping kick out of defence. Bounced awkwardly. Favours, though, the Devils. Casey. Here's a go. It's a high boot. Oh. oh, Croft coming through for the Muggers. Takes the mark. Plays on. Kicks it back inside. Attacking 50. Oh, Devils players spoiled each other. Clearing kick out of the contest by Nesta. Back on the deck. O'Brien picks up. Kicks it towards Ashmore on the lead. Takes the mark 50 out from goal on a 45-degree angle. There's a bit of hit and hope stuff going out there at the moment. Just players throwing it on the boot, hoping to see what will happen in uh, that instant. Ashmore took the oh. mark, tried to chip over a person on the mark. Who was that? Uh, either one. Turnover. Was... Horrible turnover. Now the devil's a chance. Darcy, centre of the ground. Oh, busting her way out was Hildebrand. She's copped a couple of big knocks. She gets another one. But the devil's. Muller, through the agency of. She's out wide. Bursts inside 50. Bouncing footy to the top of the goal square. Hunt couldn't track it. Oh, and then a push in the back, surely, umpire. That's every day of the week. Free kick to the Muggers. Another player down back here for the Muggers. And it's going the way of Goring. I think it might be Hunt who's down. And Goring will have it, though, for the Muggers. Just interesting to notice having a chat with Jess Anderson's mum. And, uh, of course, Lord, I don't think Jess actually kicked a goal against the Devils last time they played. Found out she actually had the flu when she played. Ibrahim is tackled. And hasn't got a lot of support. The umpire says holding the footy. Free kick going the way of the Devils. Half forward flank on the outer side. A centering ball. Kerry coming oh, in. Used her face to mark it. No, and she's down. Yeah, and couldn't take it. High kick. Darcy was touched. Gave the handball off to Tessarero. High kick. Top of the goal square for the Devils. Comes off hands. Picking it up. Elise Hay. Oop. Oh, Oop. They're in all sorts of trouble here. Hunt. Handball to Blackburn. Kick out of defence. Works out well. Mark will be taken. Half-back flank on the outer side by Phillips. So I think it might be Kerrick over there. Kerrick it is to O'Brien. And O'Brien, she's done some very good things today. And as soon as I say that, she mucked it up. Muller, though, just knocked over at the crucial stage. Ball out wide. Kerrick again. Looks to get back onto the trusty left boot. Does. And yeah, trusty. Not so trusty. Couldn't find Lachlan. Missed dirt. Ball now in the centre of the ground. It's bouncing around, pinballing. O'Brien did enough. Got it out to Lachlan, who snaps it on the left. Open 50 here for the Muggers. Bouncing footy. 
Well done by Catherine Smith. Just tracked her opponent out of it. Now that's surely dived on umpire. That is holding the ball. And it'll be a free kick to Catherine Smith at, at centre-half back. And she is one of the shining young lights for the Devils. She's a super superior player. And she's been very, very good today under pressure. And looks to come towards the broadcast side. 22-point lead to the Muggers. What a kick. Pinpoint kick there for the Devils. Hutch not moving too well. On the half-back flank broadcast side. Goes in the Hutchinson direction, but falls into the hands of Lachlan. Centre wing broadcast side. Looks for options. Yeah, there's a downfield free kick. What's going on? Uh, getting within the zone. What, against Hutchins? Yep. Oh, just next to oh, Turn it up. No one on the mark. Lachlan runs to 50, kicks it inside. Oh, the oh, Devils players spoiled each other. She did mark. She came down with a mark, though. Yeah, good mark there taken by Catherine Smith. She's just been good. Under all sorts of pressure. Just wax it on the boot. That kick not the greatest. Lambert waiting for it. Opens an opportunity for Carney. Tried to sell a bit of candy and then handballed it straight out of bounds. Uh, uh, earlier was talking about uh, Catherine Phillips and unusual kicking style before she gets into the player in the mark. And she's within 30 metres out and she has a shot on goal. Very Peter Dacos style from back in the 90s. Only has a three-step run-up before kicking. No momentum whatsoever. A la Warwick, the great capper. Be very happy with that. Ball tossed back in. The front of the pack, Blackburn had a head ripped off. O'Brien did enough. Clearance to Lachlan to Ibrahim. Ibrahim on the right for the Muggers to the hot spot. Top of the goal square. Although standing in front, I think that might be Stevenson down there. In fact, it was Steph Carroll taking the mark for the, the Devils. Now they look to go short. And it's now in the arms of Pepper Randall at centre-half back. Randall for the Devils. Kicks it. Towards the centre wing. Hutchins on the lead, juggling it, takes it. She's not moving too well, Hutch. Might be a reason why she's playing up forward. Goes high in the Kearney direction. Got to trap this in, the, the Devils. And O'Brien comes in over the top. We'll get a ball up. Darcy sitting at the bottom of the pack. Has the inside 50 count this quarter, man? A little more even? A little bit more even. 6-4 to four in favour of the Muggers. The Devils still not doing enough going forward. They've only had one goal this term too, and that was to the Muggers. And we're going to get another ball up. Corner of the centre square on the outer side, favouring the Devils. They're one straight six. Melbourne Uni, 3-10-28 here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Ball's tossed up at half forward for the Devils. Two minutes remaining in the second term of this elimination final. In the women's VFL on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Lovely handball out of the pack. Finds McIntosh. She takes off. Wheels it. Takes a bounce. And a second. Runs to 65. Looking for the pass. Doing the team thing. Again, Catherine Smith. Goes back. Then lays the... T- fists it away. Then lays the tackle. And then jumps back on top again. And manages to wrap it up. So we'll have a ball up. 35 out from the Devils' defensive goal. They trail by 22 points. And they are under siege right now. Back underway. Comes the way of Carroll. Just whacked it on the boot. One bounce, two bounces. And then keeping it in play, Kristen Hay. Dodges a bit of traffic and then a kick inboard. No good. Foster takes the mark. Inside defensive 50 for the Devils. Wheels around on the right. A high kick. Almost cut off by the Muggers. No. Following up her work there, Stevens. Well, bounce key here. And didn't work out well for Pound. Ball on the deck. Stevens coming back in for the Muggers. A couple of Devils collide. 
Nesta tries to apply the tackle. Stevens kept going, gets a kick towards centre-half forward, and the Devils able to get a clearing kick into space on the centre-wing broadcast side. Two-on-one in favour of the Muggers, but they're fumbling. Croft goes in after a tackle immediately by Steerett. The umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. It's uh, centre-wing on the broadcast side. It's from Spiderwatch here in the commentary box by the looks of it. Yeah, got it, squashed. <laughs> Perkins extracts it, gets it up towards half-forward where she should be, and she's come up to that stoppage where geez McIntosh has been good across half back today defensive handball oh that was a bit that was a bit risky and I'm not sure who that was trying to break through for the muggers but it was a turnover now Hutchins can she kick the goal does bit of class from the Hutch inside attacking 50 it was was that Bailey Hunt down in front of us it was it was Bailey Hunt I'm not sure what she was doing there she just decided to try and take off and don't argue and bust a few tackles on the back flank. And holding the pill, good night, Irene. Hutchins follows up, gets the goal. Right on the siren. And a timely one at that. So it's two straight 12, the Devils. They trail Melbourne Uni 3-10-28 at halftime of the elimination final. And it has to be said that, well, that just keeps it a game, doesn't it, Matt? It is a very... Very timely goal, and they needed that just to reward themselves for a quarter of... Look, they changed the type of game that we're seeing. First quarter was open. The uh, Melbourne Uni muggers were having their way with the Devils, and that quarter... Look, Melbourne Uni, you'd still say that they had the emphasis. They were on top for most of the quarter, but the Devils shut it down defensively, shut it down around stoppages. They turned it into a scrap. And when you do that for five to ten minutes, you end up seeing the opposition making mistakes that they wouldn't have beforehand. It just rattles their confidence a little bit. And look, that goal at the end was just a... Almost wraps it all up into a little ball. Great tackle. Pick up. Fantastic. Hand pass over the top. Great snap. Fantastic goal. Uh just sort of rewards them for all that effort that they had in that quarter. Only the second scoring shot of the quarter, second goal first for the Devils. Margin is 16 points. As it was at quarter time too. A real arm wrestle in that second term between both sides. Who has the upper hand going into the second half? Oh, it's certainly still with the Muggers, especially now that they have the breeze in the third term, although it does, does die down a little bit as the day gets a little older in these parts of the world and then it probably picks up around about 4.30 again uh, so as I always say uh, kick against kick against the wind in the in the first term because uh, you'll always be coming home with an absolute gale in the last out this side of town. Seems a little counterintuitive but uh, it's definitely the right way to go but uh, look 16 point lead, Muggers they've done enough, it's still 13 shots to 2 that has to be highlighted and um, but I think as I predicted at quarter time, the game might slow down a bit. And you were spot on, Matt. They just scrapped it a little bit. And that's what they had to do. The the Devils, they just locked it inside a little more. Um, they got caught on the slingshot once or twice in the first term. They didn't really allow that in the second. So they, they learnt a lot um, in that sec- in the, from the first term. And they managed to, to do enough in the second term to keep it a game. Well, it, uh, was, it was Cecilia McIntosh, Gabriella Pound, and uh, Laura Croft was in there as well. But Brooke Lachlan was the one getting it done for Melbourne Uni. They were just running ragged and um, really tiring out the Devils in the first quarter. In that quarter, they just really got shut down around the football. Um, 
great signs for the Devils going forward. And as we said, that goal at the end of the quarter just just gives them something to hang on to, to say, right, we can do this, we can uh, shut their game style down, make them play our style, and we can kick goals. And we'll get the goal kickers, Coxie, and then a break. Yeah, so for the Devils, Hutchins kicked that late one there for the Eastern Devils. Perkins got their first one in the term. Phillips with one, Carney with one. And looks like I'm doing a Peter Holden because I'm missing one. Ashmore was the other goal kicker. Sees the Muggers 3-10-28 to the Devils 2 straight 12. 16 points the margin here at halftime on girlsplayfooty.com radio. We'll be back in the second half of this elimination semi-final from Box Hill City Oval right after this. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to nine plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call in to the Riser today. 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. I usually wear white and I prefer black. But lately we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300-842-737 and find out if Orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by M. Reason A. Smallwood. The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits unexplained weight gain or loss, indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. This is Danny Green. On a night out, just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it. It takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green, Perth. Every week, the Salvation Army helps shield those in need with 170,000 meals. Every week, they shield 3,000 homeless from the cold in their shelters. Every week, they provide 500 blankets and 18,000 food vouchers and $54,000 worth of clothing, furniture and household goods. Every week, the Salvo shield 700 victims of abuse in their refuges and assist 1,100 people who are caught up in the web of addiction. Every week, they provide telephone counselling to 3,500 confused, frightened and lonely people with nowhere else to turn. The Salvation Army helps thousands of people every week. Imagine what that costs. Please support the Salvation Army Red Shield Appeal Doorknock Weekend. Call the credit card donation line on 13 32 30 so the Salvos can continue to help shield those in need. They're counting on it. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. Planet Arc's businessrecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. 
You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. Have you ever dreamed of quad biking in the wilderness of the Northern Territory? Or becoming a greaser on a 100-year-old steam tug? Personally, I rather fancy a bit of frog spotting myself. The point is, whatever you choose, volunteering is about being involved, getting things done and making a difference. Participate, activate and create. Volunteer today. Visit www.govolunteer.com.au Hartco Home and Body is a local family business that manufacture all their own natural candles and body range. Visit one of their six kiosk stores in major shopping centres throughout Melbourne or their recently opened new homeware store at Casey Central, Narry Warren, featuring many local Australian designers and their unique high-end pieces. To find your nearest store or to buy online, head to hardco.com.au. That's hardco.com.au. Hardco Home and Body, proudly sponsoring the Seafit Tigerettes. If you're a new parent, you know how much fun bath time can be. Kids love bubbles. They love to splash. But be careful not to let your guard down during these fun times. Don't leave the kids alone in the bath for a second. Not to answer the phone, not to turn down the TV. Never. Last year, nine babies drowned in bathtub. Pinch your pool, shut the gate, teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive, do the five. Hi, we're the Wiggles. Did you know that Finney's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Finney's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love, love what, what you, you find. find. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. Welcome back to Box Hill City Oval here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. It's the elimination semi-final between the Muggers and the Devils. And at the moment, it's Melbourne Uni, 3-10-28. The Eastern Devils, two straight 12, a 16-point lead at halftime. Joining me in the commentary box, Matt Marsden. Matt, uh... The inside 50s, as you said, a little more even in that turn. A little more even. 7-4 to four for the Muggers, but overall 23-5. to five. It's really not good enough. Though the Devils, when they go forward, they are getting it done. They've got two goals from their efforts in comparison to Melbourne Uni. 23 inside 50s, 13 scoring shots. As we said, that's probably enough to sink teams generally. Uh, but just the three goals, 10, 16-point margin. Uh, they'd want to put a bit more scoreboard pressure on this quarter this is where it can be won they've got a little bit of wind as we mentioned it's died down a touch but if they play the way they did that first quarter we could be looking at a bit of a blowout yeah well, let's hope not let's hope that uh the devils can come out with some steely resolve in the third term and and as i don't know if it is that though would, would you want to sort of limit the damage here or would you really want to just 
Would you I, want to shut it? Do you, what does the margin need to be at three-quarter time for the Devils to win the game? If it's under 10, they're looking good, I think, the Devils. In fact, if it's under 10, I'd say the Devils will come home and grab it, whereas if it's over 20, that might just be about it. Melbourne Uni, they did get shut down that quarter, but they did show that, you know, if they are going to shut down the game, they can still win clearances, and Brooke Lockland around the clearance has just been phenomenal. So if they want to try and get a bit of an advantage in that area on the ground, they're going to have to do something with her. Maybe start by giving her an opponent. I think the Devils need to come out and kick the first two goals and show a bit of confidence because, yeah, they're in it, but the two goals at the moment have come from opportunities where they've basically gone against the tide. And that is the key, isn't it? It, it, When when the muggers attack... They do leave themselves open at the back because they do push forward in numbers. And I think it was mentioned at one stage, Matt, where you said, well, they've got no one to kick to here. The, the Devils of Mark, they've got no one to kick to. There was seven or eight back for, for the Muggers. That's because the Muggers had already got back and then they turned it over before that actually managed to wave forward. So it's kind of reverse <laughs> reverse psychology. You almost want the Muggers to get past the centre, then make that error, then you can get over get over behind them which we've seen the Muggers do that to the Devils probably two or three times and unfortunately not come up with goals, but that's really where the game's been won and lost. When, as you said in that first quarter, all about transition. And that's where the speed is a real telling factor. When the Devils, as you mentioned, when they get the footy on a turnover, they haven't got players streaming forward like Melbourne Uni do. When they get a footy, they're all off and going. Whereas in that quarter, unfortunately, unlike the first, they weren't hitting targets by hand or by foot going forward. In the first quarter, they were linking up handballs and kicks through the centre of the ground and as a result they had 12 scoring shots in that first quarter only the one in the second because they weren't getting that link through the guts and just interesting to see uh, walking through the crowd Sarah Hammond and Darabin and Moana Hope of St Kilda Sharks having a friendly chat with each other but knowing that they'll be going to war in about an hour and a half yeah that game to follow this one remember the winner goes through to a fortnight's time the loser well, it's all over. Dan Hill to get us underway for the third term. It's three weeks, Coxie, because we've got that break for the exhibition you do game. Too, yes. You get the double break. So everyone will get the break. <laughs> but if you lose, you get the break in the elimination. But your season is over. The Muggers, they extract it again from the centre of the ground where Ashmore, from the wing, managed to kick it towards centre-half forward. Ibrahim's in there. She's claimed. Good tackle by Lambert. And if you bounce, 55 out from... The Muggers attacking goal. They're going to the right of your radio dial on the third term. The southern end or the Maroondah Highway end. They lead by 16 points. The Devils, a key stoppage win. They get it out wide to the wing. Hutch just used the body nicely, showed her experience, then got absolutely smashed. I think she tried to accelerate there off that dodgy knee, and there wasn't a whole lot of power and acceleration holding the ball. Free kick to the Muggers. High kick towards Phillips on the half-forward flank, outer side. Comes inboard with the kick. Contest. Anderson came late with the punch. Carroll feeds the handball out to Scott. Just whacks it on the boot. It's a high kick. Ashmore sitting underneath it will take the mark. Yeah, she's done that a few times, Hannah Scott. Just kicks it up the chimney in hope. And Ashmore's kick comes short to Ibrahim. Still outside attacking 50. Call to play on now. I think that might have been touched off the boot. No, it wasn't. Sibley takes the mark. And she goes short too, hitting up Privatelli on the half-back flank out of side. Privatelli for the Devils. With their side trailing by 16 points. She goes out very wide. And it's through the arms of Jamie Lambert over there. Oh, is it Jess Foster? It's gone out of bounds on the full. 
It'll be a free kick to the Muggers, who look to come in board. Carney, all on her own. That's Emma. She looks to go. Sells a bit of candy. Tries to get around Jess Foster. Got the handball away in the nick of time. Now she's asking for it back, but they go even more defensively than that through the agency of Nicholas Stevens, who gets it up towards half-forward. Although they probably tried to over-engineer it a bit there, and we'll have a throw in 65 around from their attacking goal. Very much the same pattern as the second quarter. The Devils are just pressuring him into making uh, little mistakes, and those little mistakes start to rattle you as time goes on. Interesting that... Uh Tapner's doing the running work for the Muggers this week as the boundary umpires had to jump the fence. Just... And he's struggling to get back over it. <laughs> he's not the youngest of uh, boundary umpires, but at least we've got one this week. We'll get a boundary throw in. That's, uh, shades of Waverley when the fence used to be about two metres. You couldn't get up and over the thing. Ball on the deck in dispute. Kearney fed the handball out to Scott. High kick towards the centre wing on the outer side. Went past Stevens. Running back now, Elise Hay goes to ground. Stevens getting involved. Darcy on her hammer. Might have got one high. And got did. grabbed by the ponytail. That's high. <laughs> uh, just over the head. High kick towards centre half forward. Tessa Rero in a contest. Here's a go. Kept her footing. So to her teammate. Then got pushed off the footy. We'll get one for in the back. Muller. And Tessa Rero is That's not happy either. As well. That's got to be 25. They're not. Give, she's not giving the ball back. Carney's not happy about it either. She won't get the journey here either, Muller. And a free kick. It's going to be overturned because Bailey Hunt got put down by, I think that might have been Tessa Rero. It was. So a turnover for the Muggers. That's bad umpiring. Ibrahim, defensive 50, wheeling and dealing, gets on the right, kicks towards Anderson. In fact, over there it was Catherine Phillips who couldn't take the mark. Now at the base is McNamara. Gets it away to Pound. Pound, defensive handball on the... Wrong side of the centre here for the Muggers, but a good kick in the middle of the ground to Blackburn. She's in the centre rings of Box Hill City Oval. Just hesitated momentarily. Now she finds Lachlan, who Lambert closes her down. Looping handball over the top from Lachlan isn't a good one. Goes only as far as Sophie Casey, who did enough. Got the 1-2 from Lambert. Casey on the right, up towards half forward. Hutchins caught behind. And the mark is taken by Nicholas Stevens, who repels. Kicks it to Stevenson. Goes further afield, looking for Ashmore. Randall on her hammer. Ashmore just handballs into space. Scott coming across for the Devils. Keeps it in play. Anderson tries to punch it out of ground. Out of bounds, rather. And then Ashmore the sees it over. In the back, free kick. And it will go the way of Ashmore. About 40 metres out from goal on the outer side. Already kicked one this afternoon for the Muggers. Looking to pass. Calls for Stevenson to come short and then goes for Anderson in the pocket. Still on a tight angle. Probably tighter, but closer to goal. Yeah, for 20, 25 out from there. Yeah, if if that. Well, she's got the breeze pushing across goal, so if she hangs it out to the right, the breeze will do a little bit of work for her. Anderson comes in. Right foot kick. Goes across the face and will be punched through for a minor score. Muggers move to 3-11-29. Devils, two straight 12. Peter Holden on the boundary. Well, the one thing is the sun has broken through the clouds and it's actually quite warm in the direct sunlight. A glorious day for it. Nice vest, Pete. <laughs> Might want to take that off, son. <laughs> the restart. That's a lovely kick out to Sibley. You've got right to reply, Holden. You can say anything you want to me in the next cross, I promise. 
Sibley, centre of the ground to Darcy, who burst up and marked it nicely. The blonde hair flowing in the sunshine, as Peter Holden alluded to moments ago. Lovely kick out wide. And the Devils do have numbers, and they do have movement ahead. Hutch tracks back to the goal square. Perkins in her direction, over the back. Can Hutchins get anywhere near it? No, she can't. And the Muggers will look to work defensively. Nicholas Stevens gets the handball away. And they work it outside defensive 50. Ibrahim on her own, centre of the ground. A chance to wheel and go. Ibrahim, high ball towards centre-half forward. And Pound takes the mark. Kicks it towards Phillips, who takes it on a 45-degree angle, about 40 metres out from goal. The Devils are playing a number back, which means Melbourne Uni's got that number back. And we saw it there coming out of defence. Melbourne Uni was just able to walk it out and get the ball forward. The disappointing thing is the Devils, with the extra number, they weren't able to chop off that over-the-top kick. Phillips, a bit more momentum through that kick. And that's her second goal of the match. Catherine Phillips, her first goal of this second half. And the Muggers move to 4-11-35. The Devils, two straight 12. A margin of 23 points here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. She had a fourth step there, Pete. You would have been impressed with that. Just a little bit of extra momentum. Uh, you talked before about we were going to try and pin a Muggers player for holding onto the ball too long. You're watching the next game. Darabin are the experts at it. They're on the mark. They're holding the ball when the free kick's being given against them. They'll hold the ball out and go, oh, oh, is it this person's free kick? They'll just hold onto it for those extra one or two seconds of players to get back. Experts at it. Gameswomanship. Is that what we call it? I call it cheating. <laughs> the umpires need to be onto it. We have a secondary ball up in the centre of the ground or a throw up when it's secondary for a recall as going off the ground, Carney straight into a brick wall, shoveled out by Kerrick and it's in search of Croft over there who tried to get back on her right foot and it's thrown out of there unfortunately there for the Devils, couldn't get it clear Lachlan, handball over the top it wasn't a great handball but Pound tracks it did enough to trap it but couldn't quite win it cleanly and the umpire circles and says, no, you didn't dive on that. Benefit of the doubt, we'll have a ball up on the outer side. I do wonder if they're going to put an opponent on uh, Lachlan hanging out the back of those contests. She's just getting so many free touches out the back every time. Margin, 23 points. Muggers get a clearing kick away from the contest. Bouncing ball, pound will get there first. Privatelli on her hammer, pound just collected it beautifully. Kicks it towards the top of the goal square. Might be shepherded through here. It's kept in play. Phillips spins around, running away from goal. Top of the goal square. Handles to Anderson. Wax it on the boots. And goes through for a goal. Classic scrappy goal, that one. It was really confusing almost to see Phillips running away from goal. Really could have turned and just popped it over the goal umpire's little green hat. But ran away from goal. She doesn't and have the class to be able to do that. And she knew it. She knew it. She did know it. The hand pass wasn't great at... It was a very scrappy goal, but one that they would have been disappointed if they hadn't kicked. And after kicking it, that margin just balloons out now to 29 points. Long way back now. It's a long way back now for the Devils. Playing their first final in a, a long while, the Eastern Devils. They're just struggling here to keep touch. 29 points adrift. Only 10 gone, though, in the third term. Is very hard in that centre wicket area, so if you don't get the bounce right, it makes you look like a fool. So another secondary ball up, which will be thrown up, 
and this time the tap is won by Candace Adam. And Kerrick gathers, and it's just falling out of her arms. Now Carney breaks away, gets it to Ibrahim, back to Kerrick. On the left, just steadies as she kicks. Wasn't a great ball out in front of Ashmore, who volleyball spikes it to O'Brien. Now Pound, looking for Blackburn, lovely pass. And really, apart from one or two bounces and a, an off handball, champagne football. It's just simple footy at the moment for the Muggers. They're going about their business too easily, winning clearances, winning the ball on half forward. And look, if you're going to give up that centre clearance, you better make sure that they're not going to hit a target going forward. And in that time, Trish Muller, I believe, who's lining up for goal, just... Uh, Blackburn. The Blackburn, excuse me, just all by herself. So Blackburn, 40 out. Probably the best kick in the comp, I reckon, Blackburn. And she lets her direct opponent or the player standing the mark in Tanner know about that one. And after being knocked out earlier in the game, well, what's the uh, what's the correct term? Momentarily stunned. She wasn't concussed. She's come back onto the ground and she kicks a lovely goal and extends that margin out to 35 points. It is 6-11-47, the Muggers. They lead the Devils two straight 12. And we're seeing now what we probably would have expected in the first quarter, Melbourne Uni just taking advantage of those inside 50s. Blackburn tried to get it away. Scott coming through for the Devils. Kicks it into space on the broadcast side. Muggers will get there first and collect it cleanly. Look for an option forward. Ibrahim in front spot, cutting across Scott with the fist. Try to get the handball away from Phillips, chasing after it. Blackburn in support, try to get the handball. Tanner cut it off. And on the halfback flank, Privatelli handballed inboard. Was dodgy. Carroll has two to beat. Anderson put a, puts a clamp on her. The umpire should call for it here. No, and put the whistle to the mouth as the ball spilled out of the pack. Call play on. Now he'll call for things. 45 metres out from goal for the Muggers. We've got a Devils player down by the looks of things. Carol, I think she just got caught in an awkward position. It's tossed back into the air. Tissarero gets collected by Phillips. Ball spills free. Phillips goes back in after it. Foster over the top of her will get a secondary ball up inside attacking 50 for the Muggers with a 35-point lead here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Tossed up, Tessariero extracts it, although couldn't get the handball clear. Now Blackburn just shovels it around the corner on the right boot, but a little too hurriedly it's gone over line out of bounds on the full in the left back pocket. And Catherine Smith will have it for the Devils. Very deep in her defensive 50 very stagnant coming out of defence as well for the Devils and that kick just an obvious one wide, great mark uh, by Beck Privatelli Privatelli loads it up, kicks beyond the halfback flank and it's a good mark coming out from Stirrup she's looking inboard back towards Privatelli goes in that direction, it's not a great kick only as far as Kerrick who marks 55 from goal gives it off quickly to Carney, streams to 45 just looks to set it up top of the square. Ashmore held without it. And one of the easier free kicks to pay. It was a classic case of Ashmore should have taken the mark. She fumbled and then she was immediately under pressure from Randall who claimed her opponent without the football. Right under the nose of the umpire. Ashmore, 15 out, straight in front. Missed it. Well, it's a reprieve for the Devils, but they are trying to do too much coming out of defence. When it comes off, it looks nice, that short chipping game, but when they get it wrong, when especially when there's wind, it, it just 
burns you, and they're getting dominated in the inside 50 count this quarter, 8 to 1. Scott kicks it out from her defensive goal oh. square, fly there from Hildebrand, didn't pay off. Muggers, though, still with the footy. Handball comes away of Anderson, looping one over the top, looking for Pound with the 1-2. She got caught. Scott just sockers it off the ground. Ball now in the middle of Box Hill City Oval. Lambert and Hunt going after it. Hunt collects, fires the handball back to Croft. Oops. Looping one over the top. Will end up in the hands of Lambert. Ducks the tackle from Lachlan. Muggers, work out with the footy. O'Brien goes to the deck. Carroll sitting over the top of her. Should be all wrapped up centre wing on the outer side. In fact, make that half forward flank on the outer side for the Muggers, leading by 36 points. Ten and a half left on the clock in this third term. Tessarero, a high kick, and sitting underneath it, Lambert it did go the distance, and it will be a 25 metre penalty too, going the way of the Devils. How many inside 50s have they had in this term? That would be 9-1 to one in, in favour of the Muggers. Might be the second one coming up now. Lambert. Right foot kick on its way. High ball. Oh, coming across, taking a very nice mark. It's Pepper Randall. Slight angle, 40 metres out from goal. Well, this needs to come to something from here. The margin is dangerous where it is right now. 36 points and... Look, if they're not going to claw it back to under 20 at least when we've got 10 minutes left in this quarter, then it's going to be a really difficult journey back. Pepper Randall comes in. Kick it from just inside the 50-metre arc, and it's well across the face of goal, and Blackburn takes the mark in the back pocket on the outer side for the Muggers. They lead by 36 points. Less than 10 minutes remaining in this third term. Lambert with the fist, brings the ball to ground, Randall running after it, can't collect it, Croft feeds out the handball to her Muggers teammate in support looping one over the top to Kristen Hay who ran into traffic, Ibrahim now applies the tackle on Sibley, Tessarero feeds the handball out to Lambert high kick, player down for the Muggers as Kerrick Gets boot to ball, looking for Stevenson on the centre wing. Ball bounces favourably for her. She takes a bounce, runs to the half-forward flank on the outer side, looks for Anderson. Cut off, though, by Smith. She goes to ground, ball over the boundary line and out of play, 50 out from goal on the outer side. Pete? Catherine's one of the few shining lights for the Devils in this match. Has put her body on the line at every occasion. Spoiled a few, cut off a few, can hold her head high today. You'd almost think there's... Uh, Gabby Pound was very similar, she'd only be 20, 21 and maybe not even that old some of those younger players, really impressing today and I'm sure most of the AFL coaches are out here today and having a look at some of these players, they, they might find their way onto an AFL list next year with a well, performance well, out here. Well, well, as Paul Groves is walking around the Western Bulldogs, which I just spotted Anthony Dijon, who has a big say in the recruiting at Melbourne, uh, definitely eyes are here So Paul will be tossed in left forward pocket for the Muggers. They lead by 36 points. Box Hill City Oval bathed in sunshine for this double header on girlsplayfooty.com as we open the final series in the women's VFL. Ball still in attacking 50 here for the Muggers. Lots of players around it. Tough in the clinches. Comes free for the Devils. Carroll under the pump. Now it's hacked forward. Didn't travel the required. Sibley. Bit of a don't argue. Was hung on to by Ibrahim. She managed to kick it up towards midfield. It was a good pass to Nesta who caught it in stride. 
Kicked it up towards the wing. Hutchins danced around a couple. Got knocked over. Got the handball away in the meantime. Although, again, they repel the muggers. They do have the numbers, although kicked out of midair by Foster. And a lovely mark. Absolute courage shown from both players. But the Devils player has come up with it. Is that big Carney in there? That's Hildebrand down again. Who's taking it? Randall. Randall's taking the mark. She's injured too, Pepper Randall, and so is her direct opponent, Hildebrand. Copped another big hit. Meantime, Randall towards centre-half forward. Ball hits the ground. Kerrick the takeaway. Handball to centre field to Blackburn. Hacked out very, very wide, but again, the Muggers seem to have space everywhere they go. High kick towards the half-forward flank on the broadcast side. Pound goes in the Anderson direction. Just went past her. Barry tries to follow it up. Didn't have the footy. Smith gets brought to ground. Pound comes back in after it for the Muggers. Socket away from the contest by the Devils. A handball there from Privatelli, and the ball comes free towards the boundary line on the broadcast side. Bounces out of play in front of McIntosh who was in a contest there with uh, Kearney for the Devils. Bit of a hot mismatch there. Meerkat and the giraffe. <laughs> Boundary throw in right in front of our broadcast position here at Fox Hill City Oval. Blackburn trying to run onto it. Berry goes in after it too. Arriving on the spot is Muller. She's caught by Berry. The umpire says, give it to me, I will ball it up. A 36-point lead to the Muggers. Six to go in this third term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Ball tossed up. And Carney the tap down to her namesake, Emma. Beth to Emma of opposing teams. Beth playing for the, the Devils and Emma, of course, an absolute star for the Muggers. Just on the wing at the moment, waiting for play to pass to come off. Hildebrand is in the hands of the trainers, and I wouldn't be surprised, particularly with a six-goal lead, if they just say, let's set out the rest of the game. So from the stoppage, again, another clearance for Lachlan. She manages to get into the pocket, and enough pressure that put on by Jess Anderson manages to force a throw in. 15 around from their attacking goal. Five minutes remaining third term. The Muggers by 36 points on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Boundary throw in. Scott works her way through traffic. Gets booed to ball. High kick. Blackburn bounced off her test. Tessa Rero coming through oh, at centre half back for the class. Devils. Looks for Perkins in the middle. Goring on her hammer. Ball. Spills free. Casey Have a Perkins shot. grabs it, then got stripped of the footy. Umpire called play on. Darcy trying to follow it up for the Devils. Caught by Hunt and then emerges with a footy. Does Darcy. Goes towards the half-forward flank on the broadcast side. McIntosh going up against Hutchins. And it's all wrapped up. Appealing for holding the footy. Randall coming in over the top as well for the Devils. We'll get a ball up. Don't like that too much. Perkins coming up to be in the centre square. She's not the sort of player that's going to run back to the goal square. She's most efficient when she's running out of it. Almost forced to, though. Chase a kick, I guess, at this stage. It sort of shows you where it's at. Special comments from Matt Marsden on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Bailey Hunt comes up with it for the Muggers on the wing. Not a great kick, although Pound with absolute courage almost took the mark. Number is with the Devils, four on two. Hannah Scott shades one way, feigns a handball, then gets it away to McNamara, who loads it up, should get a downfield free kick. Umpire had a good look, and then decided against it. Lachlan, Marks, turnover for the Muggers. Lovely kick, centre of the ground. The Muggers in absolute open space again. Short pass isn't a great one. Now Berry. Just went to ground at the crucial stage. Then Smith shortly was legged. Umpire waves play on. And going in there was Carroll just to lock it up. 
They're trying to play quicker, the Devils, but the longer that they try and play quick and don't get scores on the board, the more it works in favour of Melbourne Uni, who are the uh, superior athletic team. Carney fed it out to Berry, has a snap on goal, bounces awkwardly, stays in play. Phillips tries to run down to her opponent, handles to Scott. Darryl. High kick, and Stevens cutting across, takes a diving mark, half-forward flank on the outer side. Muggers up by 36 points in the third term. Short kick comes to Pound, just inside attacking 50. It's been really good, Pound. I don't think she's got the legs for the distance. Decides to go short to Stevenson. Sibley on her hammer, got a fist involved. Ball back on the deck, trying to run out of traffic. There's Foster, kick, smothered. Lachlan, harassing. Back on the deck. Pound comes in after it as well. We'll get a ball up. Just inside attacking 50 on the outer side for the Muggers. They're 6-12-48. The Eastern Devils, two straight 12. There's three probable free kicks to the Devils then. None of them paid. They are not getting in the way with a whistle either. I suppose that's what happens when you six goals down in the final. Ball comes to the broadcast side. And McIntosh with a classy pickup. Could be one of the goals of the year. Just came through with a left hand, scooped it in stride, but wasn't good enough to bring it back for the goal. And, and I reckon that's enough as well to do the game. I mean, that means seven goals need to be kicked by the uh, Devils to win this one. At uh, three-quarter of time, it won't take a break. We'll jump straight into the huddle with Brendan Major, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a barn burner. Yeah, he wouldn't like to be a Devils player at the moment, heading into three-quarter time. You might even get the sorry, get lost, Pete. <laughs> Handball comes away of McNamara. I don't think that's the first time he would have been told to go away, Pete. Uh, they've got to sign up the front of Diamond Creek for me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Lambert couldn't get the footy. Handball looking for Stevenson for the Muggers. Hang on, you've gone trying from number to... one ticket holder to sack. <laughs> trying to <laughs> sack them. A sniper waiting out front for me, I reckon. I love him, the character, but uh, yes. Yeah, the budget's <laughs> been blown this year on security for girlsplayfooty.com radio. The kick comes to Privatelli. Still on the half-back flank on the outer side. Gets a kick up. Kerrick in front spot. Couldn't bring it down. Stevens there in support for the Muggers. Looping handball over the top to Lachlan. Centre wing on the outer side. Melbourne Uni looking to attack again over the head of Stevenson. Privatelli wraps her up. Fit the handball off quickly to Pound. Gets a kick inside attacking 50 again over the head of Anderson. Berry comes in for support. Can't collect it. Nesta there for the Devils. Looked to give off about three handballs there, but couldn't find the best option. Handball from Phillips now for the Muggers. Kick from uh, Eva. Falls at the top of the goal square, and the Devils get a bit of a reprieve through Sibley. Sibley goes wide. Lovely mark taken over there by Darcy. She's been... Pretty good in a trying circumstance for the Devils today. But she's marked the defensive 50. She goes into the centre of the ground, searching for Lambert. But Kerrick too good on that occasion. To Lachlan, by hand to Blackburn. Blackburn in a bit of space through the centre rings. Up towards centre half forward, pack forms. Ball hits the ground at ground level. Tanner did enough. Handball away to Carroll. Carroll to Catherine Smith. She bursts through. Kick towards full foot, sorry, centre half forward for the Devils, but it's repelled by Big O'Brien. She shovels a long hand pass out wide, and McIntosh waits, and the siren sounds and beats her. So at three-quarter time, it is 6-13-49, Melbourne Uni leading Eastern Devils two straight 12. It's a 37-point lead to Melbourne Uni, and the tail of the tape, Matt, it's just been too much Melbourne Uni around the contest. 
and too much pressure for the Devils to handle. That clearance battle has just been telling all day. As I've mentioned multiple times, it's Lachlan hanging out the back and then they're just running forward. At the times when the Devils have been able to quell the Melbourne Uni midfield, they haven't got enough going forward and it's it's just got them in this big hole at the moment where Melbourne Uni's been dominating all game. In fact, there hasn't been a stage where Melbourne Uni has been behind as far as the play goes. They've been level with the Devils. That's the best the Devils have been able to manage. But there's never been a period where the Devils have been on top. And I think when you look at the scoreboard, just about all the key factors that we're keeping track of, 19 scoring shots to two, inside 50s, 39 to eight throughout the course of the game, 16 to three in that quarter. It's just all going the way of... Melbourne Uni. The only concern though and Pete, we saw it a couple of weeks ago, they're failing to hit targets inside attacking 50, the muggers. Indeed they are and I guess if the Devils are to pull on anything they do have in their memory that game where they beat Melbourne Uni uh, last time around at Mulgrave Reserve, that first quarter blitz. Over six goals they kicked and they really stunned the muggers. Somehow they've got to find that recipe that happened in that first quarter and repeat it perfectly. Yeah, they're in a bit of trouble the Eastern Devils. Two straight 12. The Muggers 6-13-49. Goal kickers so far in the match. Two to Catherine Phillips. Singles to Caitlin Ashmore, Ellie Blackburn, Emma Carney and Jess Anderson. Two yeah. goal kickers for the Devils, Hutchins and Perkins. Pete? And the breeze that we talked about earlier, the two goal breeze earlier in the day, which was going towards the southern end, blowing left to right, it's actually turned around a bit. I'd almost dare to say it's more going towards the uh, eastern side wing. In fact, if you're kicking for goal now down the southern end, you're aiming from right to left. Update on the weather conditions from Peter Holden as the two sides playing in the second semi-final are out on the ground warming up and we will be bringing you that game right after this one. It is Darabin going up against the St Kilda Sharks. The winner goes straight into the grand final. The loser will play, well at this stage, most likely the Muggers. Well it is looking a little bit ominous and you know when you look at a, a lead of 37 points and you've only kicked 12 all day you've got to be thinking what have we got to do and I'm not sure they've got many answers. They did try something different that quarter and they tried to run the ball fast but the problem with that is when you're playing a fast team in Melbourne Uni and you're trying to run the ball fast if you don't get results from it you find out later on in the game it's going to work in favour of Melbourne Uni because they can go all day whereas the Devils really can't. Here we go to Pete Holden down at the Eastern Devils huddle. So, right, right, Chloe Stiff-Sibs, Kriv Tony-Smith, Little Mac Tosser-Pep, Stacker Hutch-Gecko-Nugget, push up. Yeah. Right, I don't want them to have that easy run off the half-back flank. All right, they're spreading because we're not using the football as well as we would like to. All right, so we've got a quarter to remedy that. Das, Soph, Das, where are you? Right, big quarter, mate. You start in the goal square. Right, you get the jukes up, you get your shot on goal, you take it. Perko's in the ruck, Scotty chops. Right, big last quarter from you guys. Abby, Beth, Ryan, and Molly start with me. Come in nice and tight. Everybody. Now, this is, this is really simple. This is the equation, right? I don't give a shit. I just said in the midst. I don't give a shit about fear. I don't give a shit about the end of the season. I don't give a shit about what's happened in the last three quarters. What I want from this 25 minutes is us to get some respect. I want them, I want every single one of you to come up with your head in hell high, no matter what the score is, because we had a crack, because we had a go, because we did what devils always do, and we don't give up. It's about respect. It's about building towards something that we want to get towards. Come on! Come on! Inspirational stuff there from Brendan Major. Pete, sum up the uh, mood down in the Eastern Devils huddle. 
as I said, uh, it was expected a bit of a barn burner there from uh, from the major to try and fire them up. Very quiet uh, as I went through their line huddles. They're chatting about things. It's I don't know. As you heard, gaining respect, gaining respect. It's almost like conceding what the result will be instead of saying let's have a crack. We've done it before. We had that quarter against them la- uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. We need to repeat it. It's all about, uh, I guess, uh, I want to say the cue on the rack, but it's more about respect and I think a fake complete. They're expecting the Magus to run out and uh, to proceed to the preliminary final. Yeah, a bit of gasping hope from uh, Brendan Major and Matt Marsden. Well, uh, look, if they might have conceded the game, it certainly pumped me up here in the commentary box. I was, the box. I was thinking of, of going and walking to get a pie before. Now I might break out into a slight jog after that. I'm going to get the pie. I'm going to get the pie. But as a contest, look, it is really hard as a coach to say to your players when you're 37 down, only kick 12 points, that you are in with a chance. Because sometimes the players, when they get told that, it just compounds the fact that no, that's not the case. Whereas, you know, if you say it's about respect, it, it sort of flips the script a little yeah. bit, and they're not playing for the scoreboard; they're playing for themselves. Can, can, can you break it down, though? Can you break it down to say we want the first goal, uh, we get the first goal no matter what? Can you break it down to smaller goals? I think you can, and I think that's what Bruno Major has done in his speech. He's saying we want respect, and by getting respect, they mean winning the clearances, winning the inside fifties, and on the scoreboard. So we're about to get underway for the final term. At the moment, the Muggers, they lead by 37 points. It's a horrible bounce oh, in the middle. I'll tell you what, we've had eight goals and, what, three bounces to start the quarters. That's 11. I'm willing to bet seven of those have been outside the circle, those bounces. Well, that shows you how hard the middle is. <laughs> it's a brick out there. It is a good, good. old-fashioned skin off the elbows and the knees. Good cricket pitch out there, Pete. Perkins into the middle. Yeah, got moved into the ruck. Tessarero tries to feed the handball out. Perkins going at it again. Ibrahim over the top of her. The umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. I think Pete could judge what a good cricket pitch looks like. He's not out there long enough. <laughs> Lambert. They want to toss him batting first. <laughs> Kicks it towards centre-half forward. Hutchins, beat three. Kick smothered. Still works out well for the Devils. Running backwards there was Foster. Got the handball to Tessarero. Pumps it in long, looking for Darcy. Couldn't take the mark. Hunt got a fist involved. Back on the deck. Elise Hayes all wrapped up. The umpire says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. Well, that's something we haven't seen for most of the day as a clearance win comes out for the Devils. And look at this, they've got a ball up 25 out in front of their goal. And they kind of weren't ready in the ruck, unfortunately. And O'Brien just knocked it down unopposed defensive side. But they managed to force another stoppage. Numbers around here for the Muggers. They're plus three at this stoppage on their defensive goal square. Working away clear was Casey. And Hutchins trying to work clear. And the umpire says holding the ball. And a bit of a dirty day for Meg Hutchins. Clearly not 100% fit. Playing forward. Away from her usual role on the back line. Just hasn't had one of her better games. The Muggers look to work it clear. And Croft switches it out wide. Although the turnover's on here. Jamie Lambert has Darcy in the pocket on her own. Goes in that direction. And finds her... So Sarah Darcy, marks in front of Emma Carney. Yeah. Of, of course, you heard what uh, Brendan Major had to say. She had to stick the big mitts up, and that's what she's done. And Daniel Mike, too, I'd just turn that up a little bit. So Darcy, in she comes. Kick a goal. It's a good one. 
And with a little bit of breeze, slightly at her back. That's a lovely kick at goal from a very tight pocket over there. She gets the third for the Devils to save a bit of face and to cut the margin back to 31 points. 49 plays 18, opening stages, final term. Got to give them some credit there, Matt. They've responded. We'll say the scoreboard is certainly not indicative of the performance that Jamie Lambert has put in today. She has gone 100% the whole game. Doesn't matter what the circumstances have been. And that great intercept mark there across half-back in between the wing and sensational kick forward to hit the target and get the, uh, the resulting goal. So ball back in the middle. 6-13-49, the Muggers. Three straight, 18, the Devils. Perkins... Got the tap. Blackburn coming through. Feeds the handball to McIntosh. He kicks it towards the half-forward flank. Stevenson in a contest with Sibley. Brought the ball to ground. Now running through land. Gets a kick into space on the outer side. They're appealing for deliberate. I'm going to get a boundary throw in centre wing on the outer side. Just watching the uh, benches. One, Nicole Hildebrand with a ice pack uh, next to her jaw. So, like I said, after that hit earlier and being whacked around twice today, I've got a feeling they've been the games in the bag, taking precautions and having her on the boundary line for the remainder of the day. It looks like she's gone 12 rounds with Tyson. She's got one in the guts. She's got one in the side of the head. She's got one in the back. She's got it everywhere. How's her ears? <laughs> And probably uh, it just tells you as well she used to wear the helmet, so maybe we'll see that back for the, the next game of the finals. The Muggers get the ball inside, attacking 50. Berries on the la- on the, the front line for her attack, couldn't take the mark. Ball hits the ground, pound, deserves a goal. Ball saved on the line. Chance for the Devils to clear. Long ball out wide. Lachlan, though, should be first to it, and he is. But she's 70 from home when she gathers. Gets the handball away. And she got it to Catherine Phillips, who kicks towards centre-half forward. Wasn't a great kick. Now Hannah Scott kicks it long and out wide to Hutchins. A chance to run onto it. Pushes her opponent off the footy. Now she tries to go back and get it. Can't do so. Oh, got one high. Umpire didn't see it. Oh, and we can hear down in front of us. But uh, not happy with the decision from the umpire. And it was clearly high. It was a good old-fashioned coat hanger. But it'll be a ball up, centre-half forward. Knocked out over the top, right on by Perkins. Got it down to steer it. Who couldn't quite get her kick beyond centre-half forward. Playing for a free kick was Lachlan. Got the handball to Kerrick. Shrugged the tackle. Umpire says holding the ball. Well, where's this intensity been for the first three quarters? McNamara has it. McNamara wants to go along with the kick. Darcy on the lead in the pocket over her head. Ball bouncing towards the boundary line. Muggers get their first. Goring brought to ground, stripped to the footy. Umpire waves the arms, says play on. And then he says, give it to me, I'll ball it up. And Goring's head straight into the ground. Defenceless tackle, arms will pin. They're a bit battered and bruised, the Muggers, after today. Ball up, O'Brien, the tap. Carney running onto it for the Muggers. Kicks it out on the fall after the knock there from Lambert. Carney's not happy either. So free kick going the way of Scott. Right in front of our broadcast position here at Box Hill City Oval. Scott, high kick. Inside attacking 50. Darcy had two to beat. Went over her head. Mopping up for the Muggers is Stevens. Looks for Carrick. Tackled immediately by Lambert. All over the boundary line and out of play. 31-point lead to the Muggers. 
As we got 18 and a half left on the clock in this final term. And you think that'll be it for Carney Peach? Got the cork in the quad. Doesn't look too good down there on the boundary line. We'll get down to you in a moment as the ball's tossed back in. Tessiero, could she kick the miraculous from the pocket? Cop one high. Umpire didn't see that. And she couldn't come up with the goal. Back pocket, Eva for the Muggers. Kicks it out very, very wide. And tracking it over there is Jess Anderson, who's a long way from home. Playing at centre-half forward today. She kicks it around the wing. Ball manages to stay in play. Right up against the line on the outer side. A terrible kicking board only as far as Eva, who marks on centre wing for the Muggers. Pete, a couple of injuries down on ground level. Yeah, just as we speak, they're just doing a bit of a walk around with M. Carney at the moment, just limping slightly. I think she's just trying to walk off the corky, so there's a chance that she might come back onto the ground, but I wouldn't be surprised if they benched her. Again, they seem to have the lead in the bag, so no use risking. Keep an eye on Tessa Rero, who's receiving a bit of treatment at the moment as well. We'll get a ball up on the half-forward flank, out of side for the Muggers, leading by 31 points. Back underway, O'Brien, the tap, Lachlan didn't have the footy, and the umpire says, well, she did, and then she dropped it. So a free kick going the way of Hannah Scott, half-back flank on the outer side for the Devils. They were trailing by 31 points in the final term of this elimination final. Kick from Scott, no good. Croft takes the mark on centre wing and goes short to O'Brien. O'Brien marks and turns around in a typical ruck fashion and does it slowly and carefully and then turns it over. Although Kerrick did enough. Only as far as Perkins though who kicks it looking for Hutchins who couldn't take the mark. Punch down to McIntosh. Just landed in her arms out wide. The player she intended the pass for slipped over. That was Lachlan but she just managed to get back to her feet and get the hand pass away. Ball up towards centre half forward where the turnover's forced, but it goes straight back to whence it came and Lachlan marks again. Looks to come inboard to Stevens for the Muggers. Mark taken, centre wing on the outer side. Chips it short over the head of Ibrahim. But coming through Eva, wheels around, kicks it towards the top of the 50. Scott ridden into the ground. In fact, that was McNamara. And Kerrick is all wrapped up. We'll get a ball up, Pete. Tessa Riero just leaning against the fence, having a gulp of water. She just got winded. She's okay. Interesting to note that with them, Carney, they're taping up around the right quad slash hamstring area. High kick inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers. Berry chasing after it. Smith on her hammer, collects, then gets one high. The umpire saw it as well as I did, and she'll get the free kick back pocket on the outer side. Two umpires today. This bloke is 100%. The other bloke's about five. Makes it very hard when one's going well and one's not going so well. That's just the nature of the beast. The ball has gone over the line now to play on the defensive 50. Carney doing a bit of running work along the boundary line too. Yeah, she'll probably try and get back out there. There's nothing worse, I reckon, than coming off with a corky and just canning it and then never really getting back into rhythm during the week. Probably better off just getting out there. You can hear the instructions coming from the Muggers bench down on the sideline. Perkins smacked it out, but only as far as Kerrick, who looks to chisel a pass. Although the Devils' defence stand tall. Ball up to the wing. And it's a bouncing footy over the top. Lambert to herself, trying to work over to Magic. Does nicely. Goes to herself again. 
and gets it back again and then kicks towards full forward. Oh. Darcy takes the mark. What a passage of play. And I think Lambert got dumped after she got kicked. She kicked the footy too. Well, I think the original free kick was paid for down the field just before Darcy marked it. And the crowd going bananas on the hill at the moment. Big Devil's contention in. A few recruiters around. I think Jamie Lambert's done herself a nice handy little effort today and might just be at the top of a few recruiters' uh, wish lists. Darcy from 25 out to complete the deal. Oh, it just wasn't meant to be. It's the first minor score for the Devils. Away to the near side. 3 1 19. The Devils 6 13 49. The Muggers. It's an even five goal lead to Melbourne University. And their first blemish coming at the 10 minute mark of the final term. The Devils. The Muggers haven't scored in this quarter. Hunt. In the back pocket on the broadcast side. They're just realigning the mark. Hunt looks to go down the boundary line. In the Ibrahim direction, the kick though poor. And a mark is taken by Privatelli. Half forward flank broadcast side coming out with the lead is Foster. Wants to move it quickly. Hutchins on the lead. Cutting across Stevens. Brings the ball to ground. Lambert again involved. Tries to extract the footy. Tackled into the turf by Elise Hay. Darcy receives the handball. Snap around the body. He's good. Well, that throw is a little bit of a spanner into the works. The margin now comes down to 24 points. Four straight goals to equal the game. Uh, we do have roughly 13 minutes to go, so it would be a pretty tough asking as we've only kicked the two goals in the quarter so far. So... You, you just never know. They've given themselves a chance. I think what really hurt them was that second... They got one goal with the breeze when really they needed to get about three to four to really uh, be in the contest. Carney back onto the ground. And I reckon something else that's favouring the Devils at the moment. The Muggers look flat. Yeah, they do. And Carney's back out there. So maybe that tells you that it's not necessarily Q in the rack just yet. Lovely bounce from the umpire. Absolutely sensational. Went straight up and down and it landed in the arms of Carney. A timely clearance for the Muggers who lead by four goals but find themselves getting a little shaky here. They just they don't seem to have any momentum going forward and a free kick off the ball paid by the non-officiating umpire who's my 100% man. He has been on song all day. Free kick to the Devils at half back. High kick towards the centre wing. Steer it will be first to meet it. Bouncing into space. Will need to collect cleanly and does just in front of Adams out there for the Muggers. Kick back around. Pound. Gets it before the boundary line. Weaves oh. her way through traffic. A kick over the top to Ibrahim. Doesn't go the distance but no one on the mark so she plays on. Takes a bounce. Takes two. Runs to the half forward flank. Kick inside attacking 50 over the head of Ashmore. Phillips though able to mop up looking for the running player. Didn't come. Had to spin around on the right foot. Crosses the face. Minor score. Could be a handy point. Well with that score it just about puts the game out of reach with 11 minutes to go. It's now four goals and one behind. So look the Devils they're trying to take it on and if there is another goal and it's just about done for the Devils. But they are pushing forward and that's all you can do in this instance. Uh, the, the huddle employed again as Hannah Scott goes very, very long to the left halfback flank. And Sibley, who was, as dead set, got the sticky mitts today, Sibley, takes another great grab and she kicks long to the wing. Not a great kick. Oh, great courage shown. And 
a terrific mark from McGock. And, sorry, McGeck, and she also ran into Laura Croft, who's a little woozy. That lovely mark taken by Nicholas Stevens at left half back, who says, Slow it down, girls. I can feel them coming at us here. So we're just going to go sideways and cool things down. Blackburn will take the mark inside defensive 50. Switches on, hunt out wide. No one on it. No one within about 30 metres of it. Decides to kick to pound. The kick, though, doesn't work out too well, and it will just stay in play. Pound follows up, kicks it along the boundary line, looking for Ashmore, takes the mark on the chest. No. Yes. I think the boundary umpire was putting his hands up, but he was just trying to get out of the way. <laughs> Ibrahim. <laughs> was a bit awkward. <laughs> will take, take the mark. Attacking side of centre wing. Kick inboard, no good. Privatelli will take the mark for the Devils. Defensive side of centre wing on the outer side. They're trailing by 25 points with 10 left on the clock in the final term. So Privatelli decides to switch the play. And there's a few tired legs out there. And the switch is a good one to Catherine Smith who can break away. She'll probably need to take a bounce here and does. Wasn't a great bounce. In the end, had to kick towards Darcy. It's centre-half forward. Ball hits the ground. Nicholas Stevens is in there. She paddles it along in front. Needs to get on the left and does. Good ball up to the wing. Oh, McGeck tried to take a hanger. Then ran down. Well done by Catherine Smith. Kicked around the corner. And good mark coming out. I think that might be McGeck. Moments before that, it was Tani Nestor on the wing. McGeck marks attacking side of wing. Kicks up towards Darcy. In front, though. Taking a nice mark. Jamie Lambert took off. Randa 40. Goes at goal. And she's hit the right-hand goalpost. She can't believe it. Well, if she kicked that, you'd just about sign her up for the National League. She's been fantastic in this final quarter. In fact, all, all four quarters. And, look, she's the reason that they even have the slightest iota of a chance in this game. Now down to four goals to margin. Carney to Blackburn to Ashmore. Just went past her, but has time to collect cleanly. Takes a bounce. Centre wing on the outer side. Ashmore building towards 50. Goes inside with a kick. Looking for Phillips. Couldn't take the mark. Ball on the deck. Devils able to mop up. A kick inboard. Will hit up Privatelli on the chest. No one on the mark, so she plays on. Runs to centre-half back. Takes a bounce. And a kick. Oh, just too cute. McGett coming out. Has to feed the handball back to Privatelli. Wax it on the boot towards the half-forward flank broadcast side. Lambert did well in the contest. Stevens, though, trying to follow it up. Lambert pushes her off the footy, then collects. Spins around traffic. Does beautifully, does Lambert. The kick, though, doesn't work out well. And Carney able to mop up for the muggers on the half-back flank broadcast side. Takes two bounces as Lambert's dumped behind play. And the ball will go over the boundary line and out of play. Centre wing on the broadcast side. It's the muggers by 24 points. Just under eight minutes remaining in the final term here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Ball tossed back in. It's a shallow throw in. And it's knocked forward by Carney. Both Carneys in there. Beth and also Emma. Seen over the line in front of Sophie Casey, who was rested last week and has flown the flag today for the Devils. Ball tossed back in yet again on the centre wing. And this time it's won by Carney for the Devils. Eve is in there. That's holding the ball umpire. Muller's in there. She threw it out. Drops Lambert, goes in after it. Hannah Scott's in there. Umpire says throw it in. Right in front of the Muggers Interchange Gate. You'll probably be able to hear it in our girlsplayfooty.com effects, Mike. Right in front of this boundary throwing. 
It's the umpire tosses it back into play. Seven left on the clock in the final term. O'Brien unopposed. Tapped it down to Lachlan being held. Umpire said play on. Handball fed to Carney, who got stripped of the footy. And a free kick will go the way of the Eastern Devils. Carroll. It will be Carroll to take it. About 80 from home. Kick into the hole was picked up by Stevens. Been good today, Nicholas Stevens. One of the muggers' best. Floating across the half-back line. Calls a play on now. Comes down the boundary line in the Phillips direction. Has four to beat in the contest, does Phillips. Did okay. Nesta find the handball out. Carney coming through for support. Got the handball to Phillips, who fumbled and then got dragged into the ground by Hutchins without the footy. The umpire says free kick going the way of Catherine Phillips. Centre wing on the broadcast side. 24-point lead to the Muggers here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. So Phillips called to go. Goes short. Not a great kick. Over the head of her intended target in Alicia Eva. Lachlan goes in to mop up. And copping one high was Alicia Eva. And it came from Sophie Casey. And they've, after all that, lost about 10 metres. And now Eva gets the shepherd on the mark from O'Brien. She goes inboard and finds Goring. Goring out wide to McIntosh, who's been very, very good today. McIntosh, round the wing and the outer side. Ashmore just bounces away from her momentarily. Pound goes with a check side rather than using her left boot. And just overcooked it straight to Trish Muller. She marks on defensive 50. Tries to switch across the face of goal. Hutchins coming through. Kicks it straight up the corridor. Anderson in the middle. Takes it on the half volley and will send it back inside. Attacking 50 for the Muggers. Ashmore being held. Umpire call play on. Ball dribbling towards the boundary line in front of Catherine Smith. And Deanna Berry will get a boundary throw in. Forward pocket on the outer side for the Muggers. They've only scored a behind in this term. Interesting to note that since Meg Hutchins has gone back, they've started to look like they have all throughout the season, the Devils. So maybe it was just a matter of players being in the wrong position that threw them off over the first half. Perkins starting in the ruck too certainly helped the Devils as they get it. Another clearance, but it's going to come straight back in because McIntosh took it. High kick, inside attacking 50. Goes out of the boundary line, or over the boundary line. Out on the full. On the full on a 25-metre penalty, I think Ashmore uh, has got a few words to the umpire that he didn't appreciate. Uh, that's my 100% man, Pete. He has dead set, not made a mistake all day. Great decision. Caitlin Ashmore, you might want to watch the game a little closer. And from the 25, they decide to switch the play, which conceded their 25, but it's all about structure. Ball goes out wide to Muller. Perks on the lead. Kick it to Perk. Hutch goes over the top, long ball. Oh, McGeck over her head, bouncing footy. Kerrick, she's on tired legs. She's covered some ground today. Ball around the outer side, Stevenson, lovely mark. Gets onto the left. Oh, little chipping ball in about 10. Up by said, play on. Eva, lovely kick up towards half forward. Bursting onto it there is Catherine Phillips. Kicks a floating ball inside, 50. Ball goes to the front of the pack. Hannah Scott shovels it out. Hot footy in there. Umpire circles. Ashmore's in there playing for a free kick, as she does on occasion. All the time. And the umpire pulls it up. 40 out from attacking goal for the Muggers. Ball out wide. The clearance for the Devils. Hutchins labouring after it. It's a sorry sight to see. As Blackburn kicks into the centre of the ground. And oh, lovely work in there from Chops Lambert, who's having a really good quarter. 
She's had a really good season. She's having a really good match. She's an absolute star. Ball up towards centre half forward, bouncing footy. Darcy at the back on her own. Can she wheel around? Does. Snapping ball over the back. Massive chance here for McGeck. Can she run onto it? Threw a boot at it. Couldn't quite get onto it. And the muggers will repel from the last line. A wobbly kick out of defence. Kerrick on the half volley. Hutchins chasing her down. Kerrick gets the kick away towards the centre wing. Bounces back into play. The muggers under pressure. Eva handballed it in front of herself. Scott on her hammer. Tries to collect it. Didn't have it. And she'll get the free kick. Hannah Scott. Missed 100%. He's been good today, this bloke. Sign him up. Doing the AFL grand final on this form. Scott to get a free kick. Calling it as he sees it, Daniel Hill. Never. Surely not. <laughs> Coring comes across with a fist. Lambert roving. High kick inside, attacking 50. Well Stevens in front spot. And we'll get 25. Just a lazy uh, lazy guess at it. She's taken at least five intercept marks this quarter, Nicola Stevens. And in a quarter? In this quarter. <laughs> this quarter. She's been fantastic in that back half. And look, it is a comfortable margin, but it might not be as comfortable if she wasn't back there. Eva takes the mark right in front of our broadcast position. She'd be close to the votes, Nicola Stevens. The three, that is. Doesn't know where to go. And the kick. Chops Lambert wants it. Kick it at Chops. Privatelli, high kick in the Lambert direction. Flies, can't bring it down. Chops <laughs> Kicks it. Stevens again tries to cut it off. Dumped into the turf by Darcy. Umpire calls play on. That was a crude tackle. That was a crude centre-half forwards tackle. <laughs> dumped her into the ground. Get a ball up. Just inside attacking 50 for the Devils on the broadcast side. Tap from Perk. She's been good in there. Just boosting the super coach average late in this game. Probably should have moved her in there a little earlier, perhaps. Kick comes out of the pack only as far as Muller. She couldn't quite gather. Carney kicks inside, attacking 50. Perk! Oh, she could gather this. She could do anything here. Little handball inside to Darcy. In fact, it was steer it. Then it comes back to McGock, Lachlan. Outside defensive 50. Mark was dropped by Ibrahim. She's been good today, Ibrahim. Someone who's about four foot six, she does a lot of very, very hard, tough, and high marking things, Ibrahim. Now O'Brien out the back. Ibrahim comes in again to help out. Blackburn on the right just chips it over the top to Louise Stevenson, who marks it left half back. Hey guys, just to let you know, we'll get the song in the rooms afterwards and we'll see if we can hand the headsets over as well to Emma Carney so you can have a chat with her. Stevenson goes short. Ball cut off by Privatelli, centre wing on the broadcast side. Winds up on the right in the Darcy direction. And she paddled it into the hands of Kearney, who will give it back to Darcy at centre-half forward. Goes wide. Carroll doesn't take the mark, but it doesn't matter. The Eastern Devils, their season is over. After going down to the Muggers by 24 points. 6-14-50 to 4-2-26. Very much a game that was decided in that first quarter where we had... What was it? 12 scoring shots to one in favour of Melbourne Uni. And look, this game could have been a whole lot larger, larger a margin than just 24 points. But great, um, great endeavour shown by the Devils in that final quarter. They certainly came out really going hard at the ball. And that's all you can really ask for when you're facing, what was it, a 37-point margin at three-quarter time. So they've dragged that back to 24. They can hang their, or hold their heads high rather than hang them low. Uh, the season is over, unfortunately, for them. But... Um, a great effort that final quarter. 
Yeah, they were really gallant in the end, weren't they? They they came back with a bit of steel at the start of that last quarter, and I think we said a couple of times, well, where was that? You oh, know, most definitely. Where was that pressure? They're certainly around the contest. I talked about it all day, but those stoppage... Stoppage wins for Melbourne Uni, really, they were the difference across the four quarters. Um, just dominated it throughout the whole game. Cecilia McIntosh across halfback was fantastic as well. Gabriella Pound and, and uh, Brooke Lachlan throughout the middle were just sensational. And there's not a whole lot you can do when when they're tapping the ball accurately and running the ball with speed. Melbourne Uni uh, did miss a whole lot of targets, especially in that second quarter where, you know... They were rattled a little bit by the Eastern Devils putting some pressure on them, uh, but as it showed today, the class came to the top, and uh, it is something that they will need to work on going forward, those short little kicks and handballs. Yeah, they just weren't tidy at those those crucial stages, and, and when they did get it going, they just they showed that they do have that, that level to match the, the ability of the muggers, but the, the muggers in the end on a track like this, they were just too slick and too classy and got in too much space too often. Most definitely. Going down to Peter Holden, who's got... Thanks for you, if you want to have a chat. Yeah, and well done today. Uh, firstly, how's the quad? You didn't look to be moving too well in the last quarter. Yeah, I got a pretty pretty nasty corky, actually. So, um, yeah, it's not, not t- feeling too good at the moment, but hopefully um, ice him up and do all the recovery well, and I should be fine for next week. Yeah, now you played really, really well for the first three quarters. You didn't come home with the wet sail, but you must have been impressed with those first three quarters. You were right on top. Yeah, a little bit disappointed how we finished the game, but I think we, we set it up in the first three quarters, which was which is really um, important. Um, I think we've started pretty poorly the, um, the first couple of times. Got our valley. Um, so, um, yeah, very happy with that performance and hopefully we can carry that in to the finals. Who would you, ra- who would you rather play, Emma? Darabin or St Kilda? Next well, week? Oh, well, two weeks' time. We have to beat both of them to win the grand final, don't we? So either, really. We'll be able to take way, not a bad way to be. Now, today, your entry into the Ford 50 is probably the one thing you've got to tidy up, but every, all the other pieces of the puzzle seem to be coming together at this stage of the year. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Jess Anderson's a really good target. Like we have been, also, that was probably an uh, area of weakness today, but um, look, I think we had dominated the clearances and stuff, so that's a positive. So heading into heading into next week, it's obviously a very odd situation. You win an elimination final, and now you have a week off. Uh, what's the plan for the girls for, for the the, uh, the two weeks in between? What is what is an upcoming another elimination final for you guys? Yeah, it's not ideal preparation for a final series. Um, obviously Thursday, there's a, probably half of our team are going, well not quite half, but a few of our girls are playing um, in the Bulldogs Melbourne game, so we'll be going into camp on a Thursday and Friday so um, in terms of training on Thursday, we won't be able to do, but we'll do a little bit of prep on Tuesday, a little bit of recovery and, and then hit the ball rolling after the exhibition. Well, thanks Sam, thanks for joining us and good luck in the next final, good luck in the exhibition game as well and let's hope you can get some ice on that quad and get up for the next game. Yeah, thanks guys. Cheers, Emma Carney, joining us here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. Didn't sound too good there, did it, boys? That, uh, she's, she's knocked that quarter around, and with two games coming up, a crucial one as well for for the, the AFL stuff, it, it's not a good time to get a, one of those injuries that 
if they're bad enough, they can be two or three weakers. Well, well on that point, I should bring up that, remember, Meg Hutchins uh, was originally in the squads prior to them being cut, and she elected not to play. Not only because, obviously, her heart's with Collingwood at the moment, she's the female operations manager at Collingwood, but because she came back from a knee injury, played one game, had last week off, she was still a bit 50-50. She saw she was a bit slow moving around today, and she took the precautionary measure of... Let's focus not only on, obviously, the finals, but the national comp in February next year, not to take a risk, and she pulled out from playing. And we look back at that first quarter as well. If Meg Hutchins was fully fit back at the first quarter, 15 in, sorry, 16 inside 50s to 1 in favour of Muggers, if there was a fully fit Meg Hutchins, would it maybe have been a different story? I'll tell you, as, as you said, and you highlighted it, it's all about structure. And if you're not... Like, it was quite clear, from my point of view, that... When they went forward, they looked a little rattled because Meg was there. And when the Muggers went forward into the back line of the Devils, they looked a little little bit rattled that she wasn't there. I think it was a it was sort of a it was a double negative. Having her forward, getting in Darcy and Perkins' way, and not having her back. It was look, it was probably something they had to do. She was clearly on one leg. Um, but I mean you want to have her out there, but Maybe, I don't know, you put her in the forward pocket, not necessarily centre forward. It was, it's something you look back on and you say, well, maybe we could do it a bit differently next time. It's going to be a long time between games for the Devils. Obviously, we have the national competition before we see, or they will see any more VFL action. But what they do need to do from this point onwards until next season to lift themselves up that ladder a little bit more. As you said, back in finals for the first time in three years this year. Um, unfortunate not to win that final, but it is a great start. Hmm. And, and they've, they've done enough today, I reckon. They... they... They showed in that last... If, if they just peter out in the last quarter and lose by 40 or 50 points, you go, ah, oh, you know, they're still two or three steps off. I think I think Melbourne Uni can win the flag based on the first two and a half quarters today. I reckon they look pretty good. They look slick. They look smooth. They've got the players to be able to do it. But then you see the Devils come back at them and you think to yourself, well, we knew the Devils were probably the best of the rest. But maybe they're a little bit, bit, they're a little bit above the best of the rest, just based on that last quarter. They clearly need to get some youth around the ball. Um, we saw Catherine Smith, how good she's been. She's been playing for them for two years. Um, you just got to get some of those younger players in. I mean, we've even seen with the Darabins of the world are getting some of those younger girls into the side, and, and that's, where you, that's where you really find your improvement because you, your older players are going to get slightly better perhaps each year, but they're not going to have those, those massive leaps forward in growth. They... They really need to get some younger players, the Devils. I think that's their key for next season. The other thing that I took out of that conversation we had with Emma Carney was that she seems to be pretty flat after that game. So I don't Um, know how mentally good the muggers are feeling because that second half wasn't great from them. I guess that's the bonus of having an additional week off uh, rather than having to play next week is they get a bit of time to sit down and, and... well, not only heal the bodies, but talk about what happened and the final quarter, obviously, she mentioned wasn't happy with as a team. So they can all address that over the next week or so. And it was a real crunch game in terms of inside. And we saw Carney get that corky. We saw Hildebrand, who I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't come back with a helmet. Not that she got hit in the head, but she used to wear the helmet. And Blackburn. There's, there's just the Blackburn got hit. There's just those players that kept themselves into those situations. Ibrahim hit the deck, goring, smacked her head into the ground a couple of times. There'll be a few sore bodies out there, but they've uh, they've well and truly got the cattle to, to get it done. We see the late in as well today. Alicia Jance didn't play, um, and Candace Adam comes in. 
and and probably only played 30, 30% game time. So you can see that's probably where it bottoms out for them. So they've got to hope that everyone's fit. Goal kickers in that game, the Muggers. Two to Catherine Phillips, singles to Caitlin Ashmore, Ellie Blackburn and Jess Anderson and Emma Carney. And then for the Eastern Devils, Sarah Darcy with two goals, Meg Hutchins with one, and Sarah Perkins. The final score in the elimination semi-finals, 6-14-50. The Muggers, they're through to a fortnight's time. The Devils, 4-26. The Muggers to play the winner of the next match coming up very shortly here on girlsplayfooty.com radio. It's Darabin taking on St Kilda. The winner straight through to the grand final. The loser faces Melbourne Uni in a fortnight's time. Stick around because after this, Peter Holden's jumping back into the host chair.